0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the SummerSlam preview episode of the chick Foley show. I am the hot take kid, Phil Gentile, here in the Jimmy's Famous Seafood Studios. It's almost the end of summer here. Hard Knocks has started, pumpkin beer has showed up in stores, and we're talking about SummerSlam, Uh, but it should be a jam-packed show. I have a couple guests with me here as always. My lovely co-host, Sheena Phelps, is on the line. She know what's going on this evening?
1: Not a whole lot, man. It's been a it's been a good day for me today. We got to see uh, the future women's world champion today for the first time in forever. We went to We went to the OBGYN and uh Oh, it's a dangerous past- place i didn't get pinned for uh the 24 7 title but no it actually wasn't the OBGYN, it was just the ultrasound um lab but we went there we got to see we got to see the future the future baby face uh, 2.0 and that was really exciting and then uh, to celebrate a positive health report everything looked good nice. i stopped by Krispy Kreme donuts and they were doing limited edition reese's cups
0: oh my god donut
1: dude you oh had my this god. thing
0: i saw this on twitter this looks amazing
1: Oh my God. It was so good. I mean, I love Krispy Kreme. You know, we didn't have it in Hawaii. So it was like, it's like, you know, it's just one of those things, like the longer you go without it, the more you like build it up in your mind. And I've always loved Krispy Kreme donuts. And like now that there's one like near my house, I'm like, God, this is dangerous. And then somebody tagged me the other day that they were doing a limited edition Reese's donut. And you know what I love just about as much as I love Krispy Kreme donuts, Reese's cups. (laughs) And when the two came together, Oh, my God. It was a beautiful, a beautiful collaboration. Like, there was, like, a Chocolate Lovers and a Peanut Butter Lovers. And then the Chocolate Lovers is, like, filled with peanut butter. Oh, dude. Just... Freaking stick a fork in me, I'm done. It was it was beautiful.
0: Wow, this is a great week to say I've been like uh, trying to eat healthy. And I
1: like... know. <laughs> <laughs> Nor- normally, normally the roles are reversed. Normally, you yeah. know, you're like, yeah, I'm just sitting here with my beer and just chilling, yeah. and I'm like, yeah. you know, I'm like the the healthy influence. But you know what? Sometimes you just got to live your life, and uh, That's when true. they do live. I've missed so many Krispy Kreme limited releases in my life, like from living in Hawaii. Like I wasn't gonna miss this one. Like they did an eclipse donut, like you know when the eclipse was happening. Like they covered the whole thing in chocolate glaze, and I was like, "Damn it, man! Like I really want this donut." Of course, I missed out. So I'm like, "I'm never missing a limited run (laughs) Krispy Kremes ever again."
0: (laughs) Wow, you've your 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 sights set pretty high. So that's you know that's that's good to hear. I like
1: to I like to set the bar really high, you know
0: marco denton the uh the m v p and the intern are here is here Marco. How
2: are you this evening? I am doing very well living the dream over here um the fact one one third of the faction is still awake wow. um good, oh. yeah so good thing the uh the wife is here tonight. We're actually both on vacation this week. You know, staycation not really going anywhere but uh yeah, she's with him right now, trying to get him to go to sleep, so that was a kind of a close call.
1: no believe me we phil and i know we know how that goes with the with the parenting life when you're like it's like show night and then like all of a sudden like the kid just decides no you're not recording tonight you're gonna you're gonna be with me you're gonna be with me bitch you know
2: (laughs) that's exactly what he said to me
1: (laughs) 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 he healed off on you hardcore huh
0: Marco, I saw you went yeah. to uh, Fenway this week, man. That's a, as much as I'm a, a Boston hater. That is a, a wonderful place to watch a baseball game. I have to say.
2: Oh yeah, no, it's it's, it's always awesome going to Fenway. I'm not I'm a I'm a semi baseball fan. Um, I did play little league and stuff like that, but um, yeah, Fenway Park it's it's history. So uh, that was really fun. They actually won that game. I I don't think I've ever went to a Red Sox game where they won. So that was pretty historic on my end. Um, It got over pretty fast. It didn't end at like 5 in the morning, so that was also really good. But yeah, it was a great time. Uh, Great weather. It was was fun.
0: Very nice. So we have a jam-packed show. Obviously, we're going to preview NXT TakeOver, preview SummerSlam. Uh, We have a huge announcement for the winner of our Slim Jim Macho Man Elite giveaway. Marco has some sort of uh, revealing uh, announcement that he needs to make. Uh, We'll go through our weekly purchases and get to some questions. So uh, I say let's jump right into it here. We're not going to do our normal uh, recapping of Raw and SmackDown like we normally do. That'll kind of happen organically as we go through this SummerSlam card. Sheena, I'm going to start with you. We've seen the buildup. We're kind of uh, at the point now this is, you know, Basically, the second biggest event of the year after WrestleMania. How do you feel that this buildup has been? How excited are you for this event? Give me your overall thoughts before we get into the individual matches.
1: Oh, I'm super pumped for SummerSlam. You know, um, it's it's always I, I feel like SummerSlam. I mean, obviously, it's one it's one of the big four pay per views. So, you know, it's it, they're definitely pulling out all the stops for for summerslam which they usually do you know they bring in some big stars like we saw um you know we got goldberg we got Brock we got we got all the big the big names we got some cheap pops you know we got with natty and trish not that, not that they're cheap you know I, I love i love both those women but you know let's let's be real they're playing to the home the hometown crowd with that so i think it's going to be a lot of fun toronto's a really good wrestling city you know i think the crowd is going to be super hype um and i think it's just going to be a super fun weekend especially with nxt takeover toronto we have a really awesome card with that, um, and this uh, this past week we also saw the reveal of the two K twenty cover WWE two K twenty. So it's been a really fun and exciting week. So before we jump into the matches, I wanted to ask you guys what you thought of the cover reveal for WWE two K twenty.
0: I like it a lot. I don't know how much is going to be different. I was hoping we would be able to get some female versus male uh, action in the in the ring even though mm-hmm. we can't do that in the real, you know, in the real ring. Uh, so I don't know really what they're going to add. Obviously, the, you know, the, the biggest draw is going to be the graphics, going to be the updated roster. I think Hogan's in it this year, which is great. Uh, I love I love the two on the on the cover. I, I would have loved to see Becky alone on the cover because of the year yeah. she's had. But uh, I understand why they had to do it, and um, it makes sense. And the, the commercial was cool, and I'm, I'm pretty pumped for it
1: yeah I loved I loved the commercial I saw a lot of people talking about how corny it was and campy it was um it's it definitely wasn't the the Seth Rollins commercial where you know the the burning down of the warehouse and all of that I mean that's probably one of my favorite 2k commercials ever um but I did like the you know the breaking through the the glass ceiling and you know all of that I like you I wish Becky was on the cover alone um I don't know what the reasoning behind that was I know you know I know Roman had you know he overcame cancer and that is that is huge and he had a huge year and all that kind of stuff you know he won i won an SB4 and whatnot but um i just to me i was talking to Hill husband and he took the stance like you know i like it he, he's he's usually like an optimist he's like i like the cover you know with both of them on there i think it's great but i feel like both of them could have had individual covers and it just it would have been just as effective um but seth his line to me was he was like uh roman beat cancer becky only beat ronda rousey and i was like <laughs> I was that's like, good. "Oh my gosh, you know? Yeah, that's so, true. um, I mean, yeah, I, I get it, but um I, I would have liked to see her be like the first cover girl of of like a, the the WWE 2K series. Cuz I'm sure China or somebody's been on, you know, a cover like a collaboration cover like a faction cover or something in the background, you know, with with a lot of other people, but I don't think if my memory serves me that there has been like a single female cover star for um for any wrestling video game. No,
0: I remember uh you know, during the SmackDown days we had kind of a, a hodgepodge of people and I remember Stacy Keebler, I think Stacy Keibler was on b by, by herself or, or there was people in the background or something like that. And Stacy Stacy Keebler and Tori Wilson and all those people. So but yeah, this is uh I mean the fact that they tweeted out this is a history making thing, I mean come come on. Not everything has to be like history making. It's just cool. And uh, yeah. yeah, I'm with you though. I think I think it would be cool to have multiple covers uh, for people that want to get one with just Becky or one with just Roman. So uh, I'm excited she- about the game. I know you you're not a, a big pre order person for figures, but you always pre order the game. I'm the opposite. I wait till Black Friday and get that shit for half off.
1: Yeah, I don't know why. Um, you know, heel husband like we just always pre ordered games whenever like the games that we want you know like for sure um i don't know if it's just because um you know when the xbox 360 first came out like i had it pre-ordered and um i mean i don't remember i don't know if you remember when the xbox 360 launched but it was like revolutionary for for the gaming world and it was so huge and um they were sold out Every freaking where it was like, I think it, I think it came out in the fall of, um, I don't know, like what, like 2005 or something like that. I can't remember. But anyway, I got, I pre-ordered one for Heel Husband as a gift. Um, and then the pre-order somehow they over pre-ordered them and I didn't get mine and heel husband was just like crushed you know um and so then I end up getting finding one for him for the holidays but I think ever since then that like that moment and that disappointment of him not having it like he wants to make sure like he's got his name on the list for whatever game he wants I think he has like some sort of PTSD from the um the pre-order getting dropped on that on that xbox uh, 360 console so yeah we always pre-order the games um it's just it's just easier i don't know then we just go pick them up but it's not like the good old days they used to do like launches and releases and they would have like game nights i don't know they may still do that maybe i'm just too old and i don't go to those things anymore but when we used to go pick up Ge- gears of war they would have like big events and they would have people like, we, you could play gears of war and they would be handing out drinks and snacks and stuff in line um, and it was super super cool but we did the smackdown edition um the the deluxe edition this year wasn't as exciting marco says it still happens marco you're at the ma- are you at the mall at midnight with all the uh, the youngsters once the kids go to bed and uh you're in line playing a uh, you know red dead redemption with them
2: <laughs> uh i'm not, not i'm not doing that but uh yeah no i do have friends that work retail and stuff like that and they do say it still goes on it's it's very rare it's like for only for the big games like you know like the maddens and the
1: yeah you
2: know, gears like you said and call of duty stuff like that but not very frequent but it, it does happen
1: Awesome. Yeah, well, it still happens. I'm just too old. I don't <laughs> I just go pick mine up first thing in the morning on the on the day of the release. But um the, the SmackDown edition, like I said, it's not as good as, as previous editions. Like, you know, um last year we had like the Woo edition, which was super cool. You got the Ric Flair pop, you got the piece of the Ric Flair robe. Um, and then you know, previous editions you got we had like a John Cena basic figure. Um, and then there was like the Stone Cold Steve Austin pop, and then there was a Hogan pop. So we don't have any action figures or pops in in this. Ultimate Edition, which is kind of a bummer, right? Like, I was I was really kind of, you know, let down by that. But you do get an acrylic plaque with um, some SmackDown ring skirt in it. You get an autographed card. You get a choice. Of, oh, yeah, you don't get a choice, but you're either going to get Ray, Ray Mysterio, Edge, or Kurt Angle. Um, you're going to get some premium super card stuff, which we don't play super cards, so we'll probably just you know put those on ebay or something i don't know (laughs) and then you get a lot of uh, like we talked about earlier exclusive in-game content like i think they're gonna do a rock and sock connection um mcfoley and then obviously china and stuff like that so yeah we don't know all the details yet they haven't released a lot of it but we know i mean we always get the deluxe edition regardless so um it didn't really matter what the upgrades are (laughs)
0: Yeah, I'm excited for it. It should be fun. I mean, I don't know how they're going to top 2K19. It's a pretty much a, a perfect game. We had we did a Patreon episode about it, myself and uh, you and Heel Husband. So, uh, are yeah. you are you a big gamer, Marco? I never we never talked about this.
2: Oh yeah, I'm a huge gamer. Uh, Xbox One. I have um, all the way back to oh my god, the probably the first Nintendo. Oh, Showing my age, but yeah, definitely the first Nintendo.
0: Yes. Yeah, um,
2: but yeah, definitely big time game or not as much obviously now because uh the faction takes up most of my time so oh, yeah, yeah. But, uh, just sports really relegate, relegate to sports games and you know things I can just pick up and play and drop when I need to
1: yeah that's what me me and the heel husband back before back before the baby face that's that I used to be a lot more um into games than you know I am now but yeah we used to have you know um, Oh, we would play rock band we would go on tours on rock band and guitar hero and all those things like i know that's that's taking it way back um it feels like you know those when those games came out and then we had um you know we played madden and all that together and now you have a kid and it's like you know one of you got to watch the kid while the other one gets in some uh you know personal time so usually it's the heel husband gaming and um you know i'll uh, i'll put the he usually does it after the kid goes to bed so you know not much time for that anymore yeah, well,
0: I'm sure we'll do a full review of the game uh, once it comes out. I'm pretty, I'm For pretty sure. stoked about that. Do we want to talk about AEW real quick? Uh, naming their TV show, I think they're naming it Revolution. Is that what is that what the news was today? It was kind of oh, was
1: it? I it. must have, I must have missed it. Yeah, I, I was, uh, I was not in the on the Twitter sphere today. So what happened with AEW? They they went ahead and named their their weekly TV show.
0: I think they're possibly. I think it was a rumor from Ryan Satin that they they found a trademark for AW Revolution, and that might be the name of their TV show. um, Well, they have
1: several. They have several trademarks. I mean, I thought it was going to be Tuesday Night Dynamite. (laughs) Yeah,
0: but think about how stupid that name is, though. I mean, if you want to, if they want to be a more realistic, uh, I think it was Wednesday Night Dynamite anyway. But I think either either way, they're both awful names. But I think. Uh somebody suggested this on either Facebook or on Twitter. Why not just do AEW on TNT? That's their Twitter handle. And I think if you want to be more of a sport, um yeah. I mean NXT is just NXT. It's not like the NXT right. Revolution. Like that just makes it sound like a pay-per-view. I don't think it's I like I think
1: I think Revolution is lame. I hope that that's not what would it if it that if that's true I hope that's not what they end up doing if they did file the, the trademark for that, because I think that is lame. Like you said, it sounds like a pay-per-view. I would just, yeah, I would just much rather it be AEW on TNT. You know what I mean? Like you said, like NXT is, it carries its own weight, its own brand. It doesn't need all of the shenanigans. I mean, every NXT pay-per-view is NXT takeover. You know what I'm saying? And then they, they put whatever city it's in. Um, I don't feel like AEW, like they don't have to call their show something, you know, it doesn't have to be like raw or SmackDown. I mean, that's a, like Raw and SmackDown, that stuff happened like how many years ago, right? Like, I mean, it's it's kind of outdated. You know what I mean at this point, right? Like it should just be called like WWF tell, or WWE TV, you know? Yeah. Um, but it's been going on for so long that obviously like it's just it's just part of the culture now. Um, But I feel like if you're starting something in 2019 and you want it to be a more sports-like product, like, yeah, just call it AEW, All Elite Wrestling. I think that's perfect.
0: Uh, they did announce that the uh, after the show here in D.C. sold out, they're going to have another show in. I uh, think the second and third shows were announced. One with Boston, so you could be able to go to that one, Marco. And the, the third one is in Philadelphia. Uh, nice. So yeah, uh, I have a buddy who actually has might have an extra ticket for that uh, the first uh, show, so I might be going to that. So i re- I might be re- reporting live from. Uh, Whatever that arena is, it's changed names like every couple of years. But uh, yeah, I might be pr- going to that first AEW show. So for everybody who thinks I'm an AEW hater, uh, I've watched every pay-per-view and I might be going to the first uh, pa- TV show. So kiss my See? ass.
1: See? Listen, look, look at you See? trying to be like amicable and, yeah. and uh, appease, appease the smarts. I'm so proud of
0: you. Yeah, I'm going to bring a whole case of deodorant and just fucking throw that shit into the crowd. <laughs> Here you go. Here you go. Like Oprah. Like Oprah does
1: yeah you get a stick you get a stick you get a stick <laughs> you oh smell man like I, I feel like, smell like ass. i feel like that should be standard protocol at any at any wrestling event i i have i have been Ugh. part of um a crowd with some serious bo before and uh, yeah it's it definitely definitely puts a damper on your experience when you're sitting behind somebody with some some serious stank so yeah passing out deodorant that should just be standard um Standard issue at at wrestling shows. But, yeah, let's go ahead. We have a packed episode, so let's go ahead and get right into SummerSlam um, because we have so much to talk about. And what we're going to do here, we're going to go through, we're going to touch on each match. Um, And just for funsies, we are going to pick our favorite figure from each of these matchups. So, for instance, Rollins-Lesnar, we're going to pick our favorite Rollins or Brock Lesnar figure one one figure for each match. So, um Phil and I went through and we selected our favorites and um yeah, I'm excited for you guys if go through if you want to send us your favorites from each match, you can just send those to the Twitter or to um you know ashiquebuller@gmail.com or, or if you're on our Patreon Facebook page, I would love to see your guys's list for your favorite figures for the SummerSlam matchups
0: uh yeah that's uh you said it perfectly here let's get started with the uh the uh, the kickoff show i mean i think there's gonna be some matches added to this before we get real real into it uh obviously roman reigns is gonna have a match that's not showing up on my list as of yet but do we do we have any clarification it was it was super super confusing on raw and smackdown what was happening and uh, Samoa Joe hijacking the show and then just and just stopping once Becky Lynch's music played. Like, oh, I guess I'm, I guess I'm done, done
2: this.
1: That was really funny to me. I was really into the whole Joe opening Raw with like the, you know, like on top of the announce desk. I thought that was awesome. I thought, I thought Joe did a really, really good job. Um, but it was hilarious that he was like, I'm, you know, taking over the show and I'm not going to stop until I get my apology. And then the man's music hits and he just like, like you said, he just like, wah, 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 Like he like folds over like Pac-Man, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was, it was really, it was really hilarious. Cause I was like thinking like when, when her music hit, I was like, oh shit, is Becky coming out to confront Joe? Like what is happening right now? have just like, been sick. yeah, I was like, what is going on? But then she just walked down to the ring and I was like, oh, well that was kind of not the ending I wanted. Um. I did think Joe looked really, I, I, I liked that. I thought it was weird that all of a sudden, like the announcers, like they were being held, like you could hear them over the whole arena. You know, like normally you can't hear what the announcers are saying, but all of a sudden like Joe takes over the desk and like the whole, they're like talking and like everybody in the audience can hear them. So it was kind of like weird seeing that, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was definitely odd. So I think we'll see something with, uh, I mean, obviously Reigns isn't on this card, we don't have any for for the Nakamura match. I think we'll see something with him. But let's just go off of what we have now. I think the the, the kickoff match right now is going to be Drew Gulak versus Oni Lorcan for the Cruiserweight Championship. Uh, man, both of these guys are my favorite style of wrestling, and they, they're going to kick the shit out of each other, and it's going to be a, a great match. And not enough people mm-hmm. are ta- not enough people are talking about it. Um, yeah. What do you think?
1: I mean, exactly what you said. I think it's going to be a good match. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be on the pre-show. Um, it's, it's, unfortunate you know the the cruiserweights they just don't get the shine um just because they're not typically on the the main show so you know most of the the standard viewing audience doesn't know who these guys are for the most part you know i mean the hardcore audience does but um it is going to be a great match i think it's it's perfectly placed on the pre-show um i mean i'm not like super super invested i'll probably be like you know still cooking or doing something before the show starts and just kind of watching it in the background but Yeah, I think it's going to be a good match. I'm going to go with uh, Drew Gulak uh, for this one. What about you?
0: I'm going Drew Gulak as well by submission here. I think he keeps the title for a little bit longer, but it's definitely going to be a fun match. I'm hoping uh, we see more Oni Lurkin on our TVs going forward because uh, he's uh, definitely a, a throwback kind of guy.
1: Yeah, and um, this one was easy as far as, like, the figure. I mean, uh, (laughs) Oni Oni Lorcan doesn't have a figure, and Drew has a basic... I want to say it's, like, basic... um, is it like series 90, 91 or something like that? I think is his, is his basic series. Um, so yeah, so that's, that, that one wins by, by default is a uh, Drew Gulak's basic figure, but, um, it is
0: 91. That is a, that is a good looking, uh, basic though. He's got a good, like scowl on his face. Uh, I mm-hmm. like, I like that figure. It's still been hanging around the pegs a little bit, uh, which is
1: so funny because like the card has him like with this, like little smirk yeah. and, and grin, And then his figure like looks so angry. Yeah.
0: Alright, what's next?
1: Um, the next match let's talk about let's talk about some women's matches here. We got um Becky versus Natalia for the Raw Women's Championship. Um, this is a submission match. I don't know if it happened on the social meds or what happened, um, but they actually did they they put the stipulation on this that it is a submission match because remember they had that like weird interview with Natalia where she's like I'm not gonna issue a a you know the challenge because I don't think Becky would take it of of, of a submission match and then all of a sudden like the next week it was like they're having a submission match I'm like wait a minute <laughs> I didn't think she I didn't think she put that challenge out there but hey what do I know um, but yeah it is a submission match I mean let's be real here the sharp like I don't think I don't think Natty is gonna win this. I think they just put her in. Like I said, she's, she's got the, you know, the heart, the heart family, um, heritage. She boosts some ticket sales, pop the hometown crowd, all of that stuff. You know, um, she is an amazing women's wrestler, but I don't feel like the build has been enough for her to, um, you know, for her to be considered a serious contender for her to take down Becky after, like, after we said like all of the, the year that Becky's had and the rain that she's had, they haven't really built her, um, enough, but, like, let's be real. If it's a submission match, I mean, the sharpshooter is like way superior to the Disarmor.
0: Yeah, I don't know if this uh, s- submission stipulation really changes anything, since they both have submission moves. Is you know how both how they both win their matches. Uh, I do like the name sharpshooter a little bit better instead of sharpshooter. Um, no, no reaction to that. What happened? Sharp. Uh, did I like, miss? Sharp is like when you oh. like shit in your pants a little bit.
1: Did I say sharpshooter?
0: No, no, no. I just think that's what we should, that's what I'm going to call it from now on. The sharpshooter. Oh, my gosh. I was like, shooter. wait a
1: minute. I was like, I know <laughs> it's late, but I don't, I'm pretty, I'm pretty certain that I did not say sharpshooter. No, no, that you're is, good. <laughs> no.
0: uh, so yeah, I, I, uh, I'm not excited about this what match. If,
1: what if Becky puts Natty in the sharpshooter? Oh, I think and that's going to
0: happen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Natalia said she can even break her arm. If she's not going to tap to the disarmer. I think, I think. Th- I think at some point the match will be stopped if her arm is, is broken in half. I, th- I don't know if that's a sound uh, business plan to go with. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Becky Lynch. I don't think there's any way that they can uh, take the belt off of her here. I don't know who would kind of get involved. This is kind of a, a placeholder match. And you know my feelings about uh, Natalia. Uh, yeah. I, I try to think about a good figure. I do like the Natalia figure that they showed at, at uh, SDCC. But as mm-hmm. far as Becky figures, kind of confusing that they haven't. I mean, we're almost a year removed from that, you know, SummerSlam build where she was in the SmackDown shirt covered in blood and, you know, pretty mm-hmm. infamous moment. We still haven't gotten a good The Man figure with like two belts in the package. Like, why has that not happened yet? I mean, has it really been that hard to do? We've gotten some pretty pretty crappy uh, Becky figures. I think maybe the, the one with the SmackDown title, the Walgreens exclusive might be the best, but I don't really yeah. have a strong contender here
1: yeah um i well i I chose a natty figure because as much as i love becky you're right i don't think they have nailed down her figures or really done her any justice as far as her like elite figures and stuff like that so um i went with um the natty basic 61 Um, i think that's like a really really good good figure for a basic. It's got like the vest. Um, she's got um, this like silver bra on her. hair is in a ponytail. I like, think the face sculpt is really good. Um, that's probably, that's my favorite, um, you know, Natty figure. Obviously we saw a new one at SDCC, but um, yeah, basic 61 for me.
0: Cool. So we both have uh, Becky Lynch winning here. Obviously what's uh, mm-hmm. what's the next match on the card?
1: Let's go with um, Bailey versus Ember. For, since we're talking about women's wrestling, let's go Bailey versus Ember for this SmackDown Women's championship. Um, for me, i I think this is gonna be a crazy. I think this is could be a crazy, good match. Um, if it it is, it has the potential to be that dark horse match that like everybody's talking about, like, Oh my God, like that was such an amazing match. Right. Um, I definitely think Ember could win this and become the new SmackDown women's champion. I think, you know, she's, she's due for a championship run. I love Ember. I don't think this feud was built properly. It was just kind of like spur of the moment, you know, Bailey just announced it in the middle of the ring. And I thought it, I thought it kind of lacked a little bit of fire. Um, but these two women are great in the ring. I think they're gonna work really well together. So um, but that's all that's all contingent upon them getting enough time or where they put this match on the card. Like a lot of factors could play into whether this is a very memorable match or not. You know what I mean? We both we know that the women can go, but there's a lot of situational things that could happen that make this match like completely forgettable.
0: Yeah, I. I uh, it's kind of a weird pairing here. Do you think we see Sasha Banks show up? I, I don't know whether she's going to help Bailey or hurt Bailey. But do you think we see Sasha Banks show up here?
1: Mm. that's an interesting. I don't know. I you know I hadn't even thought about it because you know typically with something like that's going to happen, you know WWE they like to show their hand. Um, they would have like been mentioning you know um, former best friend of Sasha Banks Bailey. You know uh, like they they would be kind of like dropping. Sasha Banks hints. I, I feel like they wouldn't just like, I don't know. They wouldn't just bring her back cold. They they're not they're not good at that. They're not good at just giving us surprises. They do it every once in a while, but they're not just good at giving us like straight up like cold surprises. Um, I think it, I hope she doesn't come back and and get with Bailey. I feel like if Sasha comes back, she needs to come back completely re. Like reimagined, you know she can keep the boss gimmick, that's totally fine, um, but she needs to just start her own thing and be on her own like singles push. you know what I mean? I don't think she needs to be tied to Bailey. I think she needs to leave the tag the tag titles behind and really just focus on like a, a singles push for herself,
0: yeah, I'm hoping i don't really know what the deal is with her. I know she's still under contract i'm uh, we haven't heard any rumors about her coming back yet, but this has to be a good break for her. I mean, you, you've seen her. I mean, she she's like 105 pounds soaking wet, and she was taking a beating in in her matches. And you know, I don't I don't want her to go down the Daniel Bryan route because you know she was probably likely heading oh, that yeah. way. Yeah. uh just because just because she's a very physical wrestler and she doesn't have For the sure. she just, doesn't have the meat on her she doesn't have the muscle behind you know taking these bumps like that like she was mm-hmm. so uh hopefully this break did her some good hopefully we do see her again soon i'd love to see her at SummerSlam. but uh yeah but i'd like to see her coming into a heel role and just kind of drop all of the crying and, and colorful outfits and, and just yeah. be like a badass and maybe have a stable behind her or something and uh, do it. Do yeah. it right. So um, I think we do see her in this match. I think, I think she maybe interferes, but trying to cost Bailey the match, but it doesn't happen, and Bailey retains, and we see a program with them. But I, I wouldn't mind seeing Ember Moon win this title. They've kind of painted her as kind of the underdog here.
1: Yeah, uh, so. I think I. I think that isn't it funny to like put some like, you know, Bailey's like the ultimate underdog and then you have Ember who's like even an underdog below below <laughs> Bailey, which is which is pretty funny uh, because Ember is like she's just incredible. But I, uh, I, I, that would be cool. I could see Ember winning this and I would I wouldn't mind seeing a Sasha and Ember feud. I think that could be really cool. Cause like you said, I, I love me some heel Sasha. You know what I mean? Like I, the first time I saw Sasha Banks, she was a heel. I, I just, I love that part of her persona. I, I don't like the, you know, I'm glad that she gets to like partake in all these historical moments and make history and, you know, do all these things and live out her dream. But like, I don't like her to talk about it. You know, I just like her to be like a badass. like, like I like her to be the boss, you know, um, and just come out and wrestle and just freaking, kill people and just just put on amazing matches like she's been known to do but um anyway Bailey versus Ember I'm going with Ember Moon I want Ember to win this I want her to be the SmackDown Women's Champion and my figure is um, actually a Bailey figure. It's a network spotlight. You remember that series from Toys R Us? R.I.P. Toys R Us. Yep. Um, yeah, it was the the white gear. Um, she had like the it was like white and gold. She had uh, the dusty roads like the wrist wraps with the polka dots. Um, and then it was from Takeover Brooklyn against Sasha. Since we're speaking about Sasha, um, I love 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 that figure. It's a beautiful beautiful Bailey figure.
0: Yeah, I was almost gonna pick that figure. I'm actually gonna pick. I'm gonna do the exact opposite of oh. you. I'm gonna pick Bailey to win. Mm-hmm. and my figure is the ember moon nxt elite which i have oh that's uh, awesome yeah, yeah it's a great great figure they have the kind of the face wrap on her she looks very kind of sinister mm-hmm. and uh, i just always love those nxt elite packages and and i uh, uh, r.i.p to those but uh yeah that's a, that's a cool figure that's her only figure so far i'm sure we'll see some more going forward but uh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Bailey keeps the keeps the belt here with some some tomfoolery or something happens and uh, and, and we, but we we get a good showing from Ember. I'm 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 looking forward to this match probably the most of the three um, female matches on this card.
1: For sure. For sure. Um, So let's get into one of the bigger matches. So we have Randy Orton versus Kofi Kingston. Um, I'm loving the story that they were telling. Kind of like I talked about last week. I love the video package that Randy put together. And, you know, Randy's just one of those guys like he is like just you can always count on him. You know, like, I feel like the WWE, like, he's, like, their break glass in case of emergency guy. You know, like, you can always count on him to perform um, and just be there for, for these types of moments. And I feel like he's really delivered in this storytelling aspect of this, of this story. I mean, he legit, like, injured Ali, which legit gave Kofi the stepping stone to become the WWE champion and basically, like built the landscape that, that we know as of right now for, for the WWE, which is pretty cool, you know. Um, I do think that, you know, uh, Kofi answered and did like a, a video package of his own on SmackDown. It was good. It was really heartfelt. He talked about how, you know, he uses his influence for good and how Randy Orton was trying to use his influence, you know, to bring people down. But Kofi builds people up and it was a really good feel-good, heartfelt Moment, but I feel like that should have been the week before and then Randy should have had the go-home show. I feel like Randy's video package was way more impactful and it kind of just got me in like this, like, holy crap, this is going to be an amazing match type of thing, whereas Kofi's was just like, yeah, I love Kofi. Kofi's a good guy, yeah. <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah, it's uh, definitely a tale of two cities here. And I, I do like Randy Orton in this spot, but it is kind of like what well, we don't have anything else to do. It's kind of like what we did with Seamus back in the day. Or, like, you know, we just have him as a guy who can... He looks like a main event guy. He can just kind of do some stuff in the background. And if he does lose some feuds, you forget about it when he goes to the main event. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, I'm I'm looking forward to this match. And I think they could pull it off here. I think they could do something with Randy Orton as the champion. Because I just miss having a heel champion, champion on one of the shows. It just, just doesn't feel right to have two face champions. You know what I mean?
1: Brock's not really considered a face i wouldn't oh, no, think. no, yeah i mean i'm, a, yeah. I'm, I'm
0: assuming seth is going to win the title back i'm sure I'm, jum- yeah. I'm jumping ahead i'm jumping ahead my <laughs> bad um, yeah
1: well i mean not that well and also it's not that brock brock doesn't appear on the show when he is the champion true, so really true. it doesn't matter either way like he's not on the show as a as a heel champion so yeah you do need that heel that heel champ um i'm just messing with you but they um the can't I, I can see them giving orton another title run you know what i mean like i i i wouldn't put that past them at all. And I think Orton is a guy that could be respected to beat Kofi and it would be okay. You know what I mean? Um, I feel like Kofi wouldn't lose a lot by losing to Orton versus like, you know, like if they just threw some feud together, like they've done with, you know, some of these other matches on the card, I feel like if he lost, it would just be like, "What? what was the point of that? Right. Versus, you know, this, this Randy Orton thing. I really think that like Kofi wouldn't look bad losing to Randy Orton because we, we know Randy Orton is a legend in the business. He has had so many high profile matches. He's a freaking, you know, highly decorated champion in WWE. So, um, I don't think it's anything like he would have to be ashamed of if he loses, you know?
0: So who do you have winning in here?
1: Um, Oh, who do I want to win? I should have thought about this before. I, um, I think I want Kofi to win. I think my heart is saying that Randy Orton's going to win. So my pick is going to be Randy Orton.
0: Okay. Wow. We're both going Randy Orton here. Okay. I know. Shocker. Yeah. I don't, I don't know where they would take the belt off of uh, Kofi if they don't do it here uh, because you have AJ kind of on the other brand and Daniel Mm -hmm. Bryan is tied up with some other things. So um, yeah, I I think, I think it fits and you could get some uh, kind of fresh blood there as far as contenders, some face contenders for Randy. Uh, My favorite Randy Orton figure uh, of, or of these two is is the WrestleMania elites that had the uh, the WrestleMania thirty three outfit when he fought Bray Wyatt, and uh, the the newer the newer elite is kind of is is really nice, but this one is just what I think of when I think of Randy Orton the short hair, uh, that black vest like the hoodie yeah. vest with the title, uh, it's a great figure for sure.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go with a Randy Orton figure as well and I'm going with Elite 49 Randy Orton. Mm. Um it's yeah, like young legend killer Randy Orton. Um like it just it just looks like i don't know like the his face sculpt is so good and it just really captures randy of that era um and he's got the rko shirt that was like in the nwo um style lettering which i thought which which i'm which i'm a total mark for that shirt and it was like soft goods which you know i love i love a good soft goods uh figure t uh versus like the the rubber clamshells so um love 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 that that figure that's definitely my favorite randy orton figure
0: love to see how much more expensive it is to do cloth than plastic. I'm sure it's I'm sure it's a pretty big difference. But.
1: yeah I I, I don't I, I don't know you know I mean there's some there's some you know rubber goods that I think are better I mean the jackets and stuff like that obviously there's no way like for the cost of elites that they would be able to give you the level of detail and like a lot of the accessories and the jackets and the cloaks and stuff like that if they did them in soft goods uh, I think they would look kind of cheap if they tried to do them like so I do like the rubber in those types of situations but t-shirts, yeah, you know that's why we we commission custom figure tees to make all of our um, all of our figures like their own soft goods t-shirts. I mean, and he he's the man. He's the official official figure clother of Chick Foley. Oh, nice! I like that. That's a good yeah. title to have. Nice. I know. Yeah, for sure. For sure. What what match you want to go into next? Uh, let's finish up these
0: female matches. Let's go Trish Stratus versus Charlotte Flair. This is supposedly okay. Trish Stratus's last match. Okay. uh she told someone uh i saw on the interwebs uh i in i'm interested here because i think this is good i mean she's a hometown girl if you're if you're having natty lose i think maybe you have trish go over what does yeah. that really do for charlotte i mean does she you know if it's her last match does she want to put charlotte over either way it's going to be a great match i think trish can still go uh, to you know, to the extent that she needs to against Charlotte, who can you know can wrestle against anybody, uh, it was interesting on Raw that she was in a tag team match and really to no real kind of acclaim or pop, she just kind of came out and d- didn't even get into the match, which I guess was yeah. probably, probably on purpose, but.
1: Yeah, it was it was definitely weird them having that fatal four. I know it was a tag match. Yeah, there was four of them, but they, it was a tag match. Um, and she looked like I, I went on my Instagram story. She looked like she was wearing some of Natty's like hand me downs. Um, she was wearing like that black cat suit, and I was like, that just doesn't look like Trish. You know, I don't know. It just it was really weird. Um, but yeah, she looks. I mean, she looks amazing. You know what I mean? Like she's in incredible shape. Oh yeah. Um, and she's. I mean, she's beautiful. I, I I think it's gonna be a really really good match. I hope she still got it. I mean, obviously after this long, I mean, there's got to be some level of ring rust, but I can't imagine that she's not been training to for this for this huge event that she's about to participate in, right? So, um hopefully she she can still bring it and um you know, I mean, she's no um she's no freaking body to be like taken lightly, right? Like seven-time women's champ, hardcore champ, freaking hall of famer, you know what I mean? Um and it's not like Charlotte doesn't need to be put over. I know a lot of times in these like last match situations, you know what I mean? Like people are like, oh well the, the legend should put over the the newer the newer talent or whatever. But I mean Charlotte's a freaking what nine time champ and I don't think she needs anybody to put her over, you know?
0: <laughs> no, no, no. She's yeah, she's over as much as she's ever gonna be. So yeah, uh,
1: yeah. I'm I'm gonna
0: say Ooh, I am gonna say Charlotte though. You're going Trish?
1: Um I wouldn't mind seeing Trish get the win. I know Charlotte's got a lot more wins under her belt. Um, so I would, I would pop for, for a Trish, for a Trish win. I think it would be awesome, especially in Toronto. I think it would be, I think it would be hot. I think it would keep the crowd hot. I think it would, you know, just keep the, keep the night feeling good. Right.
0: For sure. Uh, yeah. I like the, uh, the. I mean, there isn't too many figures to pick from here. The, 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 the Charlotte flair, 50, elite 54 was a notir- notorious peg warmer Peg warmer. Uh, even though it's a pretty good figure uh both of these ladies ironically have wrestlemania basics that are hanging around the five below pegs and both of those figures are pretty good what's uh what's your favorite of, of these two ladies
1: i mean i put elite 54 i mean it's it's one of the greatest peg warmers of all time um especially everywhere that i've been it was it was everywhere in hawaii and it's Literally, well, I mean, there's nothing on the shelves right now, but even when there was figures on the shelves, you could always find that Charlotte figure, which was very surprising because when that figure launched, I thought it was going to be one of those female figures that was like snatched up. And I don't know what the deal was, if it was just overproduced or, or what happened. But that figure like just didn't sell, and it, the blue robe, her like makeup, like everything was beautiful on that figure, but for some reason it just didn't translate to to sales.
0: Yeah, that was a weird series. That was with Rich Swan, the Usos, Bray Wyatt, and Cena, and I, I saw all those figures at uh, a bunch of fi- uh, big lots and other <laughs> discount stores. So. I don't know what happened there, but yeah, it, it is a good figure. I'm going to go with you there. I, I like that. Yep. Uh, I like that Charlotte. My, my kid has it. Uh, that he plays with quite frequently. So let's go with mm-hmm. that. What, uh, I'll let you pick the next match on this, on this long card
1: so let's yeah I know when they actually cut some of the matches out I mean we're not going to get Alistair and Sammy now which would I thought was going to be on the SummerSlam card we're not going to get Cedric and Drew which again I thought would probably be on the SummerSlam card um but yeah so they've, they've cut a lot of the fat and I still feel like this is like a super bloated <laughs> card and um we don't even know what Roman's doing like we said so we don't know if Roman's fighting or if we're just going to get some sort of like you know future setup for, you know, feuds going forward. I don't know. So yeah, you better pack your, pack your lunch and, you know, make sure you pace yourself on your beer drinking because this is going to be a long, a long night for us. And this is, I mean, like I said, this is one of my first Pay-per-views. I've watched some events over here, but this is my first like super long event over here on the East Coast. So I'm gonna be burning the midnight oil. I'm used to getting these things over with in the middle of the day, you know.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be a long night, but it'll be it'll be fun. Just you know, if you're Jimmy's Famous Seafood, uh, yeah. just uh, just call yourself an Uber. If you're at home, just you know, hang hang tight. Get some beer. Make sure you're by the bathroom. Wear maybe wear some Depends. So you don't have to go to the bathroom. Yeah, just uh, so. chase
1: just chase your beer with Red Bull. You'll be you'll be totally good to go. There you go.
0: Uh, let's go with KO versus Shane McMahon. Okay. And uh, a few that's been building pretty nicely over on SmackDown, mm-hmm. and uh, two guys that can go. As much as everyone is sick of of Shane uh, McMahon. I mean, he, he, he rises to the occasion in matches like this, so I, I think this one's going to be a barn burner.
1: He does. Um, should we take bets on how much sweat he's going to be producing by the time he, like, dances down to the ring? Um, he had SummerSlam. <laughs> I mean, yeah,
0: he's going to be that uh, that Matt Ryan shade of red, for sure, pretty, pretty
2: quickly.
1: <laughs> oh, man, taking shots at Matt Ryan. It's too early in the Sorry. season for that. Um, but, um yeah, I, I think this is going to be a good match. I I hope, I can only hope um, that this rids us of the Shane era. Um, I feel like Shane is the biggest problem with WWE TV right now. I mean, everything is going really well. I mean, Raw and SmackDown, it's been so refreshing for me to be on the internet and on social media and hear people saying... Raw was really good. I enjoyed SmackDown versus, like, you know, just ripping it to shreds every week. Um, but I still feel like we have this one big glaring flaw, and that is Shane McMahon. He's just got all of these superstars, like, wrapped up in his Shane vortex, and they're playing second fiddle to him. Like, like Drew McIntyre should be, like, the number one heel on SmackDown. You know, like, he should yeah. be the the guy. And he's not because he's playing second fiddle to Shane. You know, so here, here's this perfectly good superstar who needs a push, needs a title reign, like, you know, all these things, and he's hiding in Shane's shadow. Um, and I just, I hate it. So, anyway... Hopefully, Ko puts puts Shane out to pasture. I know he uh, this week on TV he tried to get Shane to put his career on the line, and Shane refused. So I don't know if that's setting us up for like maybe at SummerSlam, like something will happen and he'll accept that offer, and then um, you know, then Ko actually overcomes the odds and beats him. I don't know. Um, I'm definitely pulling for Ko in this one.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go KO here, too. I think it would be a nice change of pace uh, to have him kind of win and put a put an end to this book here. I think uh, we haven't, like, the last two, three weeks, well, we haven't seen Lacey Evans or Baron Corbin since that Extreme Rules match. So maybe that's why people... Are you people, complaining? No, no, I no. Mean, maybe that's why people are loving life a little bit here. But, I mean, yeah, you touched, it, you touched the nail on the head here. There's no Drew uh, McIntyre. There's no Baron uh, Corbin. There's no... Braun Strowman, no Roman Reigns, mm-hmm. no Daniel Bryan, no Samoa Joe. I mean that's I mean this this card is still pretty stacked without those guys. So that's mm-hmm. it's you know it's a testament here. So I'm gonna go Kevin Owens. Sounds like we're both going with Kevin Owens here. Uh best figure from these two gentlemen.
1: Um, I'm going with Elite Sixty Six, the Chase KO. It was <sighs> the KO the KO Mania three. Did you have that one? Pig?
0: Uh I did, but I have a backup. Okay. I have the uh, the ringside exclusive Shane McMahon figure. Uh, okay. With the uh, with the red outfit, I'm gonna pull it up right now. But yeah, that uh, yeah, I need
1: to pull that one up
0: too. I, I love that KO. That's an awesome KO. Yeah, he's it's it's from, yeah. the, it's from the King of the Ring uh, when he fought uh, Kurt Angle. Shane it's McMahon. really.
1: Oh yeah, yeah the red the red jersey yeah yep. I remember yep, um yeah that's a that is a really good figure but yeah I definitely think the ko the ko mania three tops tops yeah. that one
0: great figure um
1: so let's get into so you said you're taking ko in that right yes
0: so we're we're, pre- we're pretty similar in all our matches here I have Marco mm-hmm. is keeping track here so now we have we have finally have an intern here to keep track of our predictions we'll have to make some bets I know. or some wagers or something.
1: I know we never we never remember week to week like the next week we we'll be like wait a minute did I pick this person <laughs> um you know because some of these matches I'm really close like you know I, uh, they're more picking for pay per view sometimes it's like it's like by like a hair I'm like well my heart's telling me one thing but the logic is telling me another thing so you know it's it's hard to remember if you went with your heart or your head you know um tough. I want to talk about Finn Balor Hopefully Demon Finn Balor and the Fiend Bray Wyatt. So we saw Bray Wyatt interrupt the um the Drew Cedric match this week and attack Kurt Angle with the mandible claw, which I'm I'm assuming that's his thing now. Like that's yeah, maybe it's that's the second the time Fiend's he's done it. Yeah. yeah, you know. Um so it was pretty cool. Maybe like, you know, him attacking Mick Foley, that was like a passing of the torch, you know, to use the to use the mandible claw, which you know, I'm cool with that. I don't, I don't mind the mandible claw, um, but I feel like then we saw the the Firefly Funhouse this week, and I said this months ago, whenever this thing first started kicking off, is like WWE has a way of running these things into the ground to where you're not even like excited to see them anymore. You know, like I remember when the Firefly Funhouse like first started, and I'd be like, oh my god, like what's gonna happen? And now I'm just like these look the same every week, you know, like they, like they're, they're not any different, you know?
0: Yeah. They haven't, they haven't changed them up enough and it's just kind of, now that the character is, has kind of been, you know, in, in ring and, and we've seen him in person, the vignettes kind of lose a little bit, you know, it's a little bit of a mystery gone, but, you know, mm-hmm. I just don't think they they're making them dark. They need to just become darker and darker and darker, and and but they're not really doing that. They're just kind of being more tiptoeing around uh, the subject. So it's yeah, it's it's lost a little bit for sure.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm I'm hopeful though. I'm hopeful because we have not seen like you know I, I don't want to give up on it yet because we have not even seen the fiend wrestle in ring yet and see what it's all about, what what it's going to be like, the experience, the entrance, any of that stuff. Right? We've only seen him just kind of like pop up in the middle of these matches and interrupt things. Um, So I'm excited to see how that all plays out. And then again, I'm excited to see whether or not Finn brings, brings the demon out to play because um, if he doesn't, that's going to be a huge disappointment. I know um, from what I had read Finn, had asked for some time off. So I think this would be the perfect time for him to, you know, if he gets beat to take some time off, you know, and like I had mentioned before, maybe come back and join, um, join the OC as they are so lovingly known now.
0: (laughs) Uh, yeah, I, I don't think we see, uh, the demon, I think that's going to be saved for another time, and I think they
1: haven't mentioned it at all.
0: No, nothing, nothing. Yeah. They, they always want to promote that, you know, pretty hard course, and uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the fiend. Uh, bray wyatt here i'm excited to see him mean he looks good he looks like a totally different guy he's slimmed down quite a bit uh i think everyone's interested to see w- w- if he's going to wrestle in that mask i'm assuming he is because he's you know he hasn't really shown he hasn't appeared as the fiend without that mask so i think that's no. that's yeah, yeah that's it that, that's what that's makes the it. gimmick that's yeah. the
1: whole thing yeah, yeah. yeah. i mean then this is a this is a must win for bray wyatt if he loses here oh my god it, the the month's worth of buildup is for nothing it's yes. for nothing so um they they have to he has to win here you know what i mean like no 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 offense to finn like i love finn i i don't like to see finn lose but if bray wyatt doesn't win here like i i'm i'm done with the fiend already you know i'm like okay well this is the same bray wyatt that we that we knew and loved back in the day you know the the lovable loser
0: yeah it's it, it has to be it has to be different this time and i i think it will be i think they're they're they have something pretty good here that they don't want to spoil. Especially if Finn wants to go on a break, just make him, you know, put the mandible claw on him and just you know, hold it down. Have like a hundred refs come out and try to separate him, and, and, yeah. and just put him on the shelf for a while. So yeah, I think we're we're in agreement here with Finn Balor. Mm-hmm. I'll let you. I'll let you pick the figure here. Actually, no, you picked the you picked the KO one. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go first here. goddammit. Yeah,
1: we're we're picking. We picked fiend. We're picking the fiend. Yeah, we're picking so the we're not, fiend. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm for sorry. picking the faint. So you're going first with your figure.
0: I'm going first. With my fi- my figure. I'm going. All right. I'm going Finn Balor Elite 46. This is my. This is one yeah, of the first Finn epic. Balor demon figures. But I mean, it's it's like the NXT packaging, and it's just a perfect figure. I mean, they've made a lot since then. They've all been pretty good. This one is just you know, it's a perfect a perfect Finn Balor demon figure, and uh, I think it's you know just. Nothing you can say about it. I mean they have the it has the hat, has the tassels, uh the paint's well done and uh doesn't hurt that it was at uh Toys R Us on you know, on the pegs when they were closing and you can get it for pretty cheap, so
1: yeah, that is that is definitely an epic figure. Um, I'm going with for sentimental reasons, um, I'm going with Bray, the Bray Wyatt Elite 28 figure. It was our very first Mattel Elite. I told this story like not too long ago on the on the show, but we got it autographed by Bray. It was the figure that like started our love for Mattel elites. So, um, I'll always have a special place for that Bray elite. And I love that version of Bray with the, the linen pants and like the cult leader and like the, you know, the, um, the voodoo, the voodoo mama juju vibe. (laughs) Like I just, I love his little Hawaiian shirt and the hat. Like I loved that Bray Wyatt. So, um, I'll always have a special place for, for that figure for sure.
0: Very nice. Let's go over to a match that we didn't think was going to happen. It's Goldberg versus Dolph Ziggler. It's originally supposed to be Dolph Ziggler versus Miz, and I crapped on it last week and said this was, yeah. what, the 22nd or 23rd time these guys have met on <laughs> on, yeah. on TV or pay-per-view. So they, they changed it up on us, but I really thought we were yeah. getting Shawn Michaels Dolph Ziggler, and they, they swerved us, bro.
1: Yeah, um, it was it was a good it was a good surprise. You know, um, they, you know, Miz told him they were in the middle of the ring doing the, the contract signing. And he told him, you know, you didn't read the fine print, you know, you're not facing me. Um, you're facing someone else. Well, the obvious answer is he's standing in the ring with Shawn Michaels, he turns to Shawn Michaels, and Shawn Michaels says, well, it's not me. And then well, all so of a they... sudden, yeah, <laughs> then Goldberg's music hits. And, you know, it I got a good pop. And I'm excited to see Goldberg and Dolph. I think it could be a really good match. Again, um, breaking kayfabe here. I think it's just like that that he's trying to erase that horrible Super Showdown memory from all of our, all of our memories. Um, He's trying to erase that, that from us. And uh, I think it's, you know, just kind of like the undertaker did when he, when he fought at extreme rules with, with Roman Reigns, he, he had a much better showing than he did at Super Showdown. So I'm, I'm excited to see what he does. And I mean, I love Dolph and I love Goldberg. So I'm I'm there for it. But you think you think this match will last longer than 90 seconds?
2: Oh,
0: I was just gonna ask you something similar. I was gonna say three minutes. I think I think it I think it does. But I think Dolph Ziggler is is taking the L here, and I think he's yeah. he, he better sell his ass off. You know, I mean he's gonna he yeah. should be bouncing all around that ring. And uh, you know they they did pick somebody obviously for Goldberg to be able to get that jackknife, you know, jackhammer, whatever it's called jack
1: knife whatever the jackhammer the jackhammer the jackhammer oh
0: jack knife whatever it is um <laughs> but, uh you know Goldberg's best days are behind him but he's still a draw i mean you add him to this this card and it it definitely adds some big name appeal um uh, i i'm i'm want, not that he would come out during this match but i'm wondering you know now that we i guess the rumor is or the news is that the undertaker signed this new lifetime contract to be with the WWE for basically forever I wonder if he makes an appearance here at SummerSlam. I mean, like you said, they're pulling out all the stops. They have so many big names here. You know, you're bringing Trish Stratus out of retirement. Uh, Goldberg. It's. I mean, it's. I don't think it's out of out of reach. But uh, I, I think yeah, I think Goldberg wins this thing in pretty short order
1: yeah I don't I don't think it's gonna be I don't think it's gonna be a long a long match at all And like you said I think it's just gonna be pretty much I don't know if Dolph is even get, going to get in any offense on this on this match um I think it's just gonna be a total squash they may surprise us um but yeah I'm going I'm going with Goldberg here
0: Marco is letting me know that Goldberg is rumored for more matches here on this run I I I don't think, I mean, they kept this pretty quiet, too. They didn't really, usually you hear, like, oh, the WWE is negotiating with so-and-so about, you know, mm-hmm. you know." we didn't hear any of that with this Goldberg thing. So, I mean, at least they kept that close to the vest. So that's good. Maybe they're learning. Yeah.
1: You, like you said, I mean, Goldberg's best days are behind him. But, um, I mean, he still just looks amazing. You know what I mean? He still is, like, in incredible, in incredible shape. And I think, I mean, I don't know. We haven't really gotten to see a true like match with him. You know what I mean? Everything's either been a squash or it's like some, you know, we haven't gotten to see like an actual real match. So I'm excited to see if he does have more matches. Like, you know, he can't just squash everyone. Right. I mean, I know that was like his thing back in the day, but I mean, that's going to get old really quickly.
0: Yeah. I think if there's anybody that you can have that, you know, that can carry a match with him would be Dolph Ziggler. I mean, the guy, the guy is super underrated performer in the ring. So yeah, this guy, I think I think over three minutes. I think we'll see a bit of a longer match. You know, Dolph will, mm. Dolph will run around a little bit, he'll get the upper hand, but Goldberg will will in turn win. Uh let's go to A. J. Styles, the US champion, de- defending against Ricochet. Uh th- these these guys have traded the, the title back and forth here and uh they've had some pretty good matches and no reason to think this one will not will be any different, Sheena.
1: No, um, but I'm not going to let you talk about that match until you tell me what your favorite figure is out of Goldberg and Dolph.
0: Oh, my God. What is wrong with me tonight? Ah, you're right.
1: Jesus. You skipping figure talk? I mean, what is happening here? I know. Uh,
0: I'm going to go Ziggler Elite 24 with the little pink biker shorts. Um, This was the one... Interesting. Yeah, I believe this is the figure when he cashed in on uh, Del Rio. I'm pretty sure. I don't have that in front of me, but... uh, it's an older figure. He's got the short hair. Uh, kind of the the bleach blonde look. But uh yeah. this, this was Prime Ziggler here.
1: Oh my gosh, yeah. That face sculpt is not great no, though. No, that, not great. That, that it, that's like the Bailey, like the network spotlight Bailey with like the open mouth and like the you know, the yelling face. Um, but yeah, that is definitely an, an early Dolph. I'm also picking Dolph, but I'm picking Dolph uh Elite Forty eight. And ironically, this is Dolph like wearing his best Shawn Michaels gear. Um he's got like, you know, the chains and you know the the red and silver. Uh it's a really, really cool figure. I, I love I love that Dolph figure.
0: I almost picked this one too, but the face on it is I mean, they haven't really gotten the face running either of these figures but uh it does not look like him but i do i do like if it wasn't for the face not that the one i picked was any better uh, i do love this this the, i like him better in the long pants for some reason I yeah like, i like don't. all i like all men in long pants i don't like uh anything shorter than that I, you know
1: Yeah, I'm definitely for wrestling in in pants. I think, uh, you know, that's always been my favorite look. I mean, some guys can pull off trunks. That's cool. But I and some guys wear the singlet. But yeah, my favorite wrestling look is like pants. And you know, whether you want to wear a top or not, that's completely up to you and your physique. But um, I do think like, you know, pants and boots. That's my that's my favorite look. Uh, but yeah, this this Elite Forty Eight it does have like the Jack the Jack Nicholson like eyebrows. You yeah, know what I mean? It does, like it it, it's like. Uh, but I, I love 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 the ring gear from this one. But yeah, so let's jump into what you were just talking about: AJ versus Ricochet for the United States Championship. I mean, let's be real. There's no doubt that these guys are going to put on an epic match, right? If given the time, placement on the card, all these things matter, right? We, we've seen before that like these matches some there's been some matches that we've seen before that were supposed to be epic and because of like the card placement and you know the time they were given like it just was not good so i think this could be really super awesome um and i think i don't know i don't i think i'm going with aj on this i know ricochet i mean he earned his spot in that gauntlet match um you know he's he's the the underdog the the you know baby face all of that but i think i think aj's keeping this one man I, I can i think the oc is is there to reign for a little while
0: i agree i think aj's keeping the belt but i think Ricochet wins this match with some sort of interference from the club from the good brothers or something wonky happening where, okay. where we can keep this thing going for a little bit longer Okay. Um, I, I think Ricochet wins by disqualification. Let's call it. I don't know if that's a cheap way out here, but uh,
1: no, I could see that. I could 100% see that.
0: Yeah, but I mean, it's going to be this. This is probably one of the matches I'm most excited for. This is match of the night quality. You know, contender mm-hmm. here. I would say, uh, even though they've wrestled. You know, several times before already on Raw and a couple other papers, but it's always
1: been good. Yeah, it's you know? always,
0: always good. It's like that Andrade Rey Mysterio match we've seen twenty times now. I mean, I'll, I'll watch that every week. You know, it's it's always a damn good match. So this is no different.
1: Yeah, for sure. I, I have AJ going over in this one too. Um, again, I think I think it's just going to be a. I don't think it's going to be a clean win, but I do think he's gonna he's gonna get a definitive win um, on in this match. And you you have kind of a uh, a win by disqualification. But either way, we both have AJ. Um, my favorite AJ figure is Elite Fifty One AJ. He's got like it's the black and silver gear. Like it's got the vest with the removable hood. Um, love this version of AJ. It's just such a beautiful figure. Um, I love the face scan. Everything about it. So, Elite Fifty One AJ is my pick. What about you?
0: I looked that one up. I don't remember that one. I'm going to go with the uh, Elite Network Spotlight AJ Styles from his WrestleMania 33 match with the uh, the white attire has like a a red glove and a blue glove and Mm -hmm. uh, just a great a great figure. You know, he's he's looked pretty similar in a lot of his elites, but this one kind of stood out with the white outfit. So uh, he's had some. I mean. For a guy that's only been in the company for what five five, six years, maybe, I mean he's easily has 10, twelve elites.
1: He's a top pick, bro
0: yeah you
1: know? he is <laughs> he is a he is a fan favorite. Um, people people love them some AJ Styles um, so yeah it, it's no surprise to me that he he always sells a, a boatload of figures even though a lot of them are very, like you said very, very similar. So um, love that. Is that the last match on the card besides Rollins Lesnar, right?
0: Yeah, I do want to give wow. a shout out to that uh, elite 66 uh, AJ Styles is really nice too with the baby blue. Uh, shirt. That's you know his mm-hmm. probably his newest elite, but that's a great a great one too. Yeah, I think the the last match we have is uh, the main event here, which we've seen before. Yeah. But uh, it's it's they've built this match. I mean, do you remember a main event build as good as they've done with this match over the last two three weeks? It's been. I mean, as much as we shit on WWE or, or criti- you know criticize WWE on this podcast, we I got to give them some love for how they've built this and into a match we've seen before between two guys and uh, just it just feels uh, it just feels like it's like going to be a big fight feel like a like a UFC type of feel or something.
1: Yeah, you know, after last week um I know last week we were kind of like we were talking about how they fought, you know, over and over again and we were like, you know, we feel like we've seen this match so many times. Um but then I was like, well, let me Think about this for a minute. So after we quit recording, um, I was like thinking about it, and honestly, like as many times as we've seen them face off, and as much buildup as we've seen with the matches with them in you know previous years, they haven't had a true, like a definitive match, like just a hardcore hard-fought match between the two of them, right? So, like, WrestleMania 31, obviously, we know what happened there. It was a hard-fought match between Roman and Brock, and then Seth cashed in at the last minute. So, you can't really count that as a legit brock and seth match right then you had royal rumble 2015 um you know the triple threat with john cena and brock which was an amazing match i want to say it was like one of our retro wrestling recommendations of the week and if you haven't seen that you should still go back and watch that um it's it's just an incredible match um but it was a triple threat match so again not just a one-on-one head-to-head against brock and seth Then they had battleground Battlegrounds 2015 at the end undertaker interfered right so like you know uh, brock was doing the f5 and then undertaker interfered so we didn't really get a, a definitive ending to that match either extreme rules uh recently brock cashed in but that was after you know seth and becky had been fighting Lacey and baron and then wrestlemania, or WrestleMania 35 obviously before that we got that but like he was doing low, like Seth was doing low blows. It wasn't the best performance. It was kind of a squash by Seth, you know, by all measures, right? So I'm excited to see if this is like the true match between these two guys. Yeah, I kind
0: of think it is. I think they 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 want to position. I mean, Seth has taken a beating over the last month or so. I mean, his stock has plummeted from the the most social media kind of troll, <laughs> smart assholes out there that. You know, he used to be riding his coattails, and now they're you know he says two things and now you know gets outspoken about something, and he's not the darling anymore. But um, he's still the best pound for pound guy in this company, and I think he's going to show it in this match. I, I think Lesnar wants to give him you know a full not send off, but he wants he wants to elevate. I mean, we saw in that twenty four seven on the network that he got pissed off that he couldn't lose the belt to to Roman. I think he wants to give uh, Seth a, a big push here and I think I think Seth goes over. I think Seth wins the title back and we kind of run this thing back again and kind of yeah. hit, hit the restart button.
1: Yeah, that's exactly, you know, we've talked about it over the last few weeks. Um, I think this is just a way to kind of reset reset the system, give Seth a definitive win, reboot his title run since Creative really screwed up his his previous run hitching his wagon to Baron Corbin, um, <clears throat> which was just which was just horrible. You know, no offense to Baron Corbin. I mean, Baron Corbin is a great wrestler too, but that the whole that whole period of time was just horrible awful you know um and seth was lumped right into that which was which was again awful you know as the universal champion like he should not have been lumped into a few a a long ongoing feud with baron freaking corbin right um so i think this is a kind of way to just kind of like wipe the slate clean start fresh um i the the week before the whole um getting f5'd on the gurney and you know getting beat up by brock like i freaking loved it it was amazing like i was like holy shit um but this week i had a little bit different sentiment um it just kind of like um i don't know like i i didn't like how seth limped out and kind of like feebly got into the ring and then got his ass kicked and then was like giving this like speech with which nobody responded to. I don't know if you paid attention to the to the audience and the crowd, but like everybody was just kind of like dead, you know. Yeah. Um, and you know me, I, I don't like to criticize things that Seth Rollins does because I'm a huge Seth Rollins Mark myself. But I was like, oh, that was not the best. <laughs> that was not <laughs> that was not the best showing of your of your mic skills and your acting chops. You know what I mean? It was just kind of like he was like, I'm I will be at SummerSlam and I will beat Brock Lesnar. I guarantee it, you know, and it was just, I don't know. I I just was not a fan of it. Seth got, he, he was uh, the heel, my Seth, the heel husband, um, was, uh, making fun of me for, for, uh, not liking it he was like well how can you say you don't like it i'm like because it's, it was just corny you know but i do think it is going to be an ep- a match of epic proportions and i know they're just trying to set set up for this complete underdog story you know like he's completely battered and bruised right now so how is he going to show up to SummerSlam and beat the beast you know or slay the beast um but he's going to you know
0: I agree. And uh, Marco, let me know. We only disagreed on two matches, so we'll have to like if this was Fox wow. News, Fox News, we'd be fired. We're supposed to disagree on everything. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think that's just that we think that we're both really smart. You know, that's how. it. That's yeah, how it we goes. can't
1: help it if we can't help it if we're right. We've
0: been different on a lot of these figures, so people can vote on those. Yeah. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first on this Lesnar Rollins figure?
1: I will go first. I oh. my favorite is elite 45 Oh no motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> White White yep. Ranger Rollins from SummerSlam 2015 yep. when he was Damn double you. double champ US title No that mean that's not a wrong answer. So, I mean, you, you picked the right figure, true, you know, true. I you just let me go first and steal your thunder. Yep. Um, but it was, I just love that figure. And like, he, like Seth Rollins has went on record and said like that gear will never be worn again. Like it's actually in like the, whatever they call it, like the WWE, like archives, you know, like they, it's, it, it, it they own it. WWE owns that now. And it's going to be part, I mean, they'll take it to access and all these different things. But I just remember because, you know, me, I'm a Seth Rollins, Mark, like he, is, always worn black like just black black and gray black on black on black you know the whole thing um and then for summer slam just comes out in this all white and gold attire and i was just like jaw dropped you know i mean he's done lots of crazy things since then but that was really the first time that i remember him just like completely changing up his gear and it was just like amazing and of course they nailed that figure and i love it so much
0: i might jump on ebay while we're recording the show and buy this figure because i i love it that much as well yeah we, we did the same figure kind of picking thing for wrestlemania i picked the uh I picked the Money in the Bank, Seth Rollins, which I have. It's a great. That's fit. an just, amazing figure yeah. too. That
1: was that's number two. That's my number two Rollins figure. Yeah, yeah
0: I, I wanted to. You know, I didn't. I wanted to do something different, so I didn't want to pick that again. Mm-hmm. So the, yeah, this this forty five uh, lead is perfect, and it's you know ties in with SummerSlam too. So it's perfect. And, yeah. and this was right when Seth Rollins he was in this heel run, which was awesome. But he'd yeah. always, like you said, he'd always worn black on black, and since this outfit, I mean, he's had carte Launched to just go. Over the top yeah. with you know the night king and Chicago Bears colors and everything yeah. un- under the sun. Thanos. Yeah, so he's been it's been pretty cool to watch. So uh, this 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 figure is pretty expensive on eBay right now. So if anyone has an extra one they want to sell me, let me know. Um,
1: is it what's the what's the going what's the going rate? Right? Look at the most recent sold listings and let me know what it's what it's actually selling for because you can't go by what it's listed for. Um, you know, look at the most recent sold listings and let me know because I. Um, I'd be interested to know what that figure is going for. But yeah, that is our SummerSlam card. Um, Man, that is, it's a lot of matches. I'm super excited. I think all these matches have potential to be really, 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 really good. Um, But yeah, it's just going to (laughs) be how, how they, how they uh, let them play out, you know, and what, what, how they're going to set up going forward, you know, like what's going to be set up at SummerSlam for, for the future and for the fall. So that's going to be exciting too do we not have a single tag
0: team match on this card no no
1: no (laughs) no no, no tag
0: titles no not uh, not a single
1: we have we have three tag team championships in the wwe and not a single one of them is being defended on this SummerSlam card which is such a shame you know because we have some amazing tag teams in the WWE right now and it is a damn shame that they are not um, that they're not having any tag team wrestling but I did pick a tag a tag team match for our wrestling retro wrestling recommendation of the week for you guys who want to see some amazing tag some tag wrestling so stay tuned for that but yeah I was, I was really shocked when I was going through the card like what the hell you know oh. what like why not you know and we talked about this before but like they 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 have to make tag wrestling mean something right like they need to consolidate the branded tag titles and just have one right and that way when you win it it actually is important and it actually means something you know it's like it's a big deal when you win the WWE tag titles right wouldn't that be better than like having two sets of tag titles floating around and like you know three tag teams on each brand i mean there's not really a brands anymore but you know what i mean like fighting for these same these titles all the time i think it i think it just kind of waters it down a bit
0: i totally agree i have another question that marco can add to our uh tally here the 24 7 title does it get does it change hands zero times, one time, or two or more times during this show?
1: Two or more times. I think it's going to change hands on the pre-show, um, and then something's going to happen during the show too. Um, I have, I have no doubt. I'll say. I am going to say one time. Okay. Okay. Are you going pre-show or main show?
0: Uh, I'll go main show.
1: Okay. Yeah, I am. Um, so if for those of you who didn't watch uh Our Truth is again, unless it's changed hands since then, I haven't been on uh WWE social media, but um Our Truth is again the 24/7 champion Mike Canellis pinned his wife at the OBGYN appointment which I don't I think you may have said that. I said it was going to be Carmella and I think you may have you may have mentioned that Mike could pin her. Um but he pinned her and then Our Truth was in the waiting room. He pinned Mike and him and Carmella ran off with the 24/7 with the 24/7 title. So who knows what can happen at SummerSlam. We didn't even discuss Roman Reigns, um, which I think is a big a big question mark. Like, what is going to happen with Roman Reigns? Are we to assume, because it was very confusing the way that they ended Raw uh, or um, SmackDown. Like, are we to assume that he's fighting Roman at SummerSlam? SummerSlam or is it just like are they going to set something up for going forward was it even Rowan like what's the deal
0: I just want someone legitimate to fight Roman Reigns that can actually you know get a get a win over him you know like if you put him against Eric Rowan like you know I don't I'm not an Eric Rowan hater but he's just going to squash Eric Rowan and then keep moving yeah. on like give me something we talked about this during the Elias feud They he just beat Elias two straight times three straight times and he beat drew mcintyre two or three straight times like it's it's that's why he's so born that's why people end up booing roman reigns because it's not really him it's like you don't even give us any like threat of like that he could actually lo- yeah. lose a match so what why even get invested in him or the matches and the character it's just you know and, and you know i don't i don't know um
1: um Mar- Marco says he thinks the Roman match will be a filler after the short Goldberg match. I could see that. Um but it's like I mean I can't believe at this point in Roman's career he's like going to be a filler match, you know what I mean? Like and that's kind of what they've what they've like presented us, you know? Like where like where is Roman Reigns going to be, you know? And and you know, it would have been cooler if he was fighting Daniel Bryan, which I wouldn't understand that feud anyway. I mean, Daniel never made his life-altering announcement. I I, that's what made me think maybe it could be Daniel Bryan, maybe it was something to do with Roman Reigns, but then it was just Rowan. Um, and then I was really marking out because he went into the locker room and cleared out the locker room, and it was him and Buddy Murphy. And I was like, okay, I'm here for this. And it didn't end up being anything, you know. So um, that was kind of a that was kind of a wet fart, you know, that it was like uh. it, you know, they were gonna make us think it was Buddy Murphy, and then they give us mother effing Rowan yeah. like if you're gonna make us think it's buddy Murphy you better give us somebody like fucking stone cold Steve Austin to like make us pop after that you know exactly, what I mean yeah. um and then but instead you like give us Rowan and I just did not understand it I didn't understand how it ended with them just standing in the ring looking all perplexed like oh you know like the Tim Al- <laughs> I feel like it was like <gasps> the Tim Allen yeah home improvement noise um but yeah, we, we shall see what happens with Roman on, on Sunday, and I'll be interested to see if he actually fights or if it's just something that you know continues to develop over over the TV shows.
0: Uh, do you have any big uh, plans for, I know you always uh, cook a nice meal, you do have a theme for all your food at uh, pay-per-views. What, what's going on for the first major pay-per-view and the new digs?
1: So for um, for SummerSlam, we'll probably just order out. We'll probably get wings or something like that um, mm. to make it to make it easy since it's going to be a long a long show. We'll probably just settle in. The last thing you want to be doing after a long pay per view like that is like cleaning the kitchen. <laughs> so we'll probably order out. But for Takeover, we always do NXT SteakOver and we always have steak. So this time, since it's in Toronto, we're gonna cook us up some steaks, and then we're gonna have poutine to make it very um, you know thematic
2: Canadian, to
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah very very Canadian. So we're gonna. I'm gonna make up some make us up some poutine and steak and that is gonna be our meal for NXT steakover what about you guys?
0: Uh, no plans whatsoever uh, I will be watching I don't know if I'll be watching takeover live or not I've got some plans on Saturday night but uh, I'm excited for SummerSlam with a four year old uh, I'm trying to get him excited to watch but it's it's tough because with these long shows I mean he doesn't see anybody he really like is invested in until he's you know already been right asleep, bedtime already been asleep for two yeah. hours so uh yeah. it would be fun uh, I, I like being able to watch with him and um
1: are you just, watching at the house or are you watching at uh, jimmy's famous seafood
0: no just at the house because i wanted to hang out with him because he's kind of pumped to see some some people so uh yeah we're just gonna watch it at home here it's gonna be a long night too so that's you know not i don't want to be out true so you can't take the
1: kid yeah you can't yeah. take the kid out for that long yeah. uh what about you marco where are you watching
2: um i have some plans on saturday uh it's a a party i'm going to but definitely have the phone on me so i'll probably be watching nxt while i'm at the party that. Yeah, but, i mean she doesn't i mean i'll just hide the phone as much <laughs> as i can uh, um but um sunday um probably going over to buddy's house um and watching it just a group of us we usually do that um the big pair of views we all get together and um watch the pay per view together. So probably end up doing something like that
1: that's fun it must be nice to have like wrestling friends like all all my wrestling friends are virtual so I don't have any like (laughs) I don't have any like live and in person wrestling wrestling friends we usually like when uh, we lived in Hawaii we would invite people over like some people over like watch mania and stuff like that obviously that was before we had the baby face but um, you know just some friends because they like they used to be into wrestling but they enjoy they'll still enjoy it and watch what we got going on now um, without being like hypercritical or anything so we had a couple of friends that we would invite over for that but yeah for the most part it's always just me and the heel husband and the baby face hanging out, watching, watching pay-per-views at the crib.
0: Well, you guys are both close enough that we can do a a Jimmy's seafood, you know, just bring all the families and all the kids and we'll just crash at the, uh, the hotel genteel here and, uh, you know, we can go to Jimmy's seafood and get a big Uber back and, you know, and I'll hang out.
1: Yeah. We'll be like, we need an Uber with six car seats. Yeah. yeah, yeah. uh, Marco needs
0: three. You're going to need two. I need one. So yeah, it's, that's tough.
1: Yeah, that that would be that would be an exciting, an exciting Uber ride home. Oh,
0: God. But we, we wouldn't uh, be able to watch a single minute of any wrestling. We we
1: just leave. need to yeah, we just need to rent a big banquet hall. I think that needs to be our yeah. our needs to be our plan. You know, and then just everybody bring like cots and uh, pack and plays, and we can just all like crash at the <laughs> at the banquet hall. Um, but yeah, so yeah, we'll just be here. Um, and then, like I said, Saturday, you guys, I'll be watching Takeover live because Takeover like you know we don't have anything going on on Saturday, so we. Takeovers is what we have going on on Saturday so that's what we'll be watching. Um and we're going to run over the card really quickly. We're not going to go too in depth. We'll just pick our pick our winners um for the takeover matches. It's going to be an awesome card. As usual, Takeover always sets the bar so freaking high. Um especially for these bigger events like SummerSlam and Mania weekend. Like I feel like the the Takeover the NXT crew always like pulls out all the stops and just like puts on like a freaking hellacious match.
0: Oh, man, 100%. And there's some names on this card that are not on here, and I think there's a, maybe a reason why. We'll get to that at the end. But let's start with Io Shirai versus Candice LeRae. Yeah,
1: uh, for, former buddies, gone sour.
0: Yeah, I, I, uh, I love the turn that they've done with Io Shirai. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm thinking it's it's tough with Shayna Baszler still as a champion to, to really promote a, another heel here, but yeah. uh, Io Shirai seems to have all the momentum here. Candice LeRae is like the... Yeah, you know, almost like the Bailey two kind of the underdog type of character.
1: Yeah, I feel like she's always going to be known as like Johnny Gargano's wife. You know, like I feel like she's just going to have kind of like that that title, um, and I think she's going to get the crap kicked out of her by by Io Shirai. So I'm definitely going with Io Shirai in this one.
0: All right, Shayna Baszler versus Mia Yim for the NXT Woo! Women's Championship. Uh, I love yeah. me some Mia Yim, yeah. but uh, I don't see her beating Shayna Baszler here. What what say you?
1: I don't know. I don't see anybody beating Shayna Baszler. It's so yeah. hard for me to imagine anyone beating her at this point. Like, it's like, I mean, it could be anyone at any time, depending on who, who, who's ready to take the next, the next title reign. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah. know, they, they could push anybody at any moment. Um, but I just feel like Shayna has been so dominating and just such a force in the next team. I mean, she's had that title since Eva freaking Lucian. Do you know what I mean? Like, think about how long ago you you watched evolution, and like, that's how long Shayna Baszler has been the freaking champ. Um, so Mia Yim, I think it's going to be a hellacious match again. I love her. I think she's an awesome contender for Shayna. Um, but yeah, I'm going with Shayna Baszler. I think she's going to, I think with the help of the Horsewomen, uh, Shayna cannot lose.
0: She's been, yeah, she's been champion. We started the podcast like middle of October and she's been champion since like a couple of days before Halloween, so al- yeah. <laughs> almost a year now. It feels like it's yeah. been. Lo- it honestly feels longer than that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's been it's been a nice run for her. She's uh, definitely earned it. Uh, this is might be the match of the weekend. Velveteen Dream, Pete Dunne, and Roderick Strong uh, for the yeah. North American Championship. And uh, I mean, of th- of these three guys, Roderick Strong probably is is the least known name. But God damn it, that guy is is yeah. freaking strong. I wouldn't even call it strong style. I don't even know what you call it, Sheena. But like, every every move he does sounds like it's like a career ender. I don't. I don't know. Like,
1: do you know what I'm trying to yeah, say here? Like, I get. Yeah, I I totally get what you're. He's a hard hitter. He's and, a hard hitter. You know, freaking joining the undisputed era was was by far and away the most career altering thing that happened to Roderick Strong. Like he was, he was great before, you know, but he was kind of like that, you know, underdog baby face, like you Ty know. Dillinger,
0: right? I mean, he, I would put yeah. him in the same class.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, um, it's, I, I feel like w- they elevated him to a different level. And I think when you're competing with that level of talent, you know, um, with Adam Cole and Bobby fish and all those guys, like, I think he, he just really stepped his game up and got to really show what he's capable of. And, I mean, he's awesome. And, I like you said, I feel like this could be match. This could be, like, match of the night, match of the weekend, contender. Uh, it's going to be a freaking banger. I mean, there's – and all three of these guys have, like, three different styles of wrestling, which I think is, like, so super cool. You know, I'm excited to see, like, these three, these three guys go head-to-head. I do think – I mean, Roddy's probably the least likely to win – But at the same time, I feel like he could because this could be that opportunity for Undisputed Era to take all the gold. You know, like the thing that we've been talking about for months and months and months. You know, the thing that they promised us, you know, last year that this was like this year, 2019, was going to be the year that Undisputed Era was dripping in championship gold. Like, this could be the moment, right? And when we got... um. We got them fighting for the tag titles. We got freaking um, Roddy fighting for the North American title. And then we got Adam Cole fighting for the NXT title. So,
0: Pretty fun. Yeah, I'm going to say whew, it's it's really tough here. Uh, I'm going to say Pete Dunne wins this and they strap a rocket, rocket to him. Yeah, I don't know. I think there was a reason they called him up here. I True. Think, I think he's going to be... Uh, on this, you know, heavy heavy name a, a big name on NXT leading into WrestleMania before he makes his debut on the main roster, but uh I think this is the it's the beginning of the Pete Dunne show.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I um I have to agree. I think I think oh. it's going to be I know. Actually, you know what? I'm not going to agree. I'm going go <laughs> to no, can... go with my original I'm going to go with my original I'm going to go with my original prediction. I think Roderick Strong is going to be the new North wow. American Champion. I'd love to yeah. see yeah. that. That'd be cool. Yeah, I, I'm I'm going with Roddy, so I um make sure you notate that, Marco. We, we disagreed, we disagreed on one. So yeah, I'm going with Roderick Strong. I'm so pumped to see to see this match. So next up, we have Street Profits versus Undisputed Era, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. Um, dude, this is gonna be a freaking banger too. I don't know if you got to watch any of NXT tonight, but um, Montez cut a freaking killer promo on Bobby Fish and um, Kyle O'Reilly, like in the middle of the ring, they were doing the contract signing. And um, he was talking about how amazing Undisputed Era is, how they've been featured on every NXT takeover since they debuted and how they've won all these championships and been given all these opportunities. And, you know, everybody knows the Undisputed Era uh, and all this stuff. And, you know, he's like building these guys up and you're thinking like, where is this going? You know, And then he's like, you know, so if you thought that, you know, um, that I – what did he say? If you thought that I, that losing was an option, like, you know, it's not. So, I mean, he's like bringing it all to the table. You know, he's like all these people, they finally get to see us. You know, we've been down here grinding. We've been doing the damn thing in NXT and these people and the people at home, like they finally get to see us. Like if you think we're going to give it up now, like you're, you're effing crazy, you know I mean? He just cut this killer promo. Obviously I'm not doing it a damn bit of justice because I'm not Montez Ford. I'm not (laughs) a freaking star, but um, it was so good. And so, I don't know. As much as I want the street, the street profits to retain, I think um, undisputed era could could possibly win this again for the same reason um, them winning all the gold. Um, but maybe Adam Cole loses, and then they just all get called up, and you know we never see any of the undisputed era in NXT again. It could be the complete and polar opposite of what I'm thinking.
0: Ah oh, man, it's this is tough. This is really tough. I I feel like now that the street profits are on raw every single week, they've kind of hinted that these guys are going to be up on the main roster, uh, and I'm 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 kind of doubling down. I'm siding with you here. If if Roderick Strong does win, I'm 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 assuming that we're going to get you know straight gold for everybody in undisputed era. Yeah. so I'm going to say they win the tag team titles here.
1: Yeah, I think I think undisputed era. I mean, I hate to see the street profits reign in so in so briefly. Um, but like you said, I think they've been you know really getting some shine up on Raw. I think people are you know seeing them and loving what they're seeing, and I think they're gonna call them up and. I don't know. Part of me thinks like if they lose, like, do I want Montez Ford to go off and get a singles push on his own? Like, I hate leaving Angelo Dawkins in the dust, but I mean, I, I feel like he's kind of like a, an anchor for for Montez, you know,
0: Montez Ford is the star here. Obviously, I think they're going to be a tag team for a while on you know the main roster and then they split up. I don't know if they they don't do that enough with the tag. I mean, when was the last time we've seen a tag team split up and like promote one guy to the moon and just kind of use it as like a feud? I mean, that used to be that was that was the way they did everything. I mean, back in the day, and we just don't see that enough. I, I think that's you could do that with these guys and have like a six month. I mean, they did do that with Ciampa and Gargano, so I guess that's yeah. you know that's the the big one here. I'm, everyone's probably yelling at their radio right now yes. as I'm as I'm talking, but that just shows you how well this can be done. I mean, both those guys came out smelling like roses from that. And, um, mm-hmm. I think, I think you could do that here with street profits at a, at a different level. So Adam, Cole, I know
1: but, I, but, but I mean, Angelo Dawkins is no Johnny Gargano or no, no Tommaso no. Ciampa. You know what I mean? Like the thing about the thing about DIY is both of those guys were just solid freaking gold. So yeah, when you split them up and that feud that they had and those guys, I mean, I'm, I'm sure Montez and Angelo are, are friends too right but i mean like they had like a history together like they legit were like friends and i think that's what really made them have the chemistry that they have and just it was just like there's nothing like Tommaso champa and johnny gargano like their whole their whole story arc you know it's just freaking incredible and i don't i don't think we've seen the end of it either i think that i think there's still so much more to to tell but that's not that's for another that's for another show but um yeah, um, I'm going to go with Undisputed Era here um, because, again, I think I think it could be a, a thing for the Street Profits to get called up. I hope, like I said, I hope they get called up and Montez does his own thing um, because, obviously, they don't put any value in tag team wrestling. And I would hate to see these guys kind of like fade into oblivion. Um, so at least one of them has got to come out with something, you know. So give give Montez a chance. That's my new hashtag. Give Montez a chance.
0: <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano at NXT TakeOver. We've seen it before. Uh, This is a rematch of a rematch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is uh, a two out of three falls here. This is going to put the icing on the cake here. And, man, I, I, I am so excited for this match. I know the wife will be asleep at this point of the night, so I'll be able to turn this on and watch it live. But I I can't think of two better guys. I would want I would love to see these guys in NXT forever, and obviously it's not going to happen.
1: But, I know. <laughs> but you know it's,
0: it's just never going to be the same when they when they go up to the main roster, and they're so fun to watch. They they have the best chemistry together. I would I would say these two almost have better chemistry together in the ring than Gargano and Champa, and that's you know, I know that's a hot take upon hot takes.
1: That but, is a hot take. I think you're. I think you're just too far removed from. Maybe, from,
0: maybe from the
1: black heart. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I love that dude as well. But uh, I mean, it's splitting hairs. This is th- yeah three, three consummate athletes here, and this is going to be a match for the ages. I'm super excited for this. Um, what What are your thoughts?
1: <sighs> okay, so like you said, this is this is you know this is. Cole versus Gargano part three. Um, it's two out of three falls match. They each got to pick a stipulation for one of the falls. Um, first of all, let me, let me go on record as saying, I hate that it's a two out of three falls match. Um, I I just don't think it's necessary. They've done it before. Um, I I think it takes a lot of the anticipation and the excitement out of the match because, let's be real, breaking kayfabe here, it's going to go to the third fall, especially considering that Regal gets to pick the stipulation on the third fall if, if, quote, 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 if it goes to third the third fall right which we know it is because they didn't even announce what the mystery stipulation was tonight on NXT so you know that that, that's really really telegraphing what's going to happen in this match is it still going to be an amazing match regardless yes but I feel like it takes you out of the match knowing that you know there's going to be two falls before the finish of the match right um so the they're doing a straight singles match um fall they're doing a street fight fall and then there's obviously the mystery stipulation in play that regal gets to choose if and when it does get there um it's gonna be a hellacious match they're gonna beat the hell out of each other i think adam cole is gonna retain um and again d- we're gonna drip championship gold here um but yeah I, I don't i don't love that it's another three two out of three falls match
0: i don't either there's are somewhat predictable i mean it, it does get you some extra wrestling and we've kind of been tainted on it because of them trying to do that with the the commercials on raw to kind of extend things a little bit so it's kind <laughs> of kind of been cheapened a little bit but I don't think it'll affect this match. I think uh well I mean Johnny Gargano is a Cleveland guy so I'm not really cheering for him so I'm going to go Adam Cole here. I think I think the undisputed era uh, is going to walk away with all three of these titles even though I have Pete Don winning. Uh, Yeah, I think Adam Cole is the guy here. And I think uh, I I don't know, I just think I'm super excited for this match. It's going to be awesome. And uh, it's if you don't watch NXT, if you're listening to this podcast, you don't watch NXT watch this thing on on sunday morning you don't have to watch it live on saturday night i'm sure you have the network if you want if you're listening to this podcast but uh watch this freaking match on on sunday morning while you're eating your breakfast man it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome uh for sure
1: yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be insane um i'm super excited especially for this match um I hope I mean like I said I hope that they get their their championship their dripping in championship gold moment I mean WWE has been really high on factions right now I mean of course we have the new day and Kofi with all the championship gold we have uh, the OC with tons of championship gold so um, maybe just maybe the undisputed era will finally will finally get their moment in the sun um, to, to hold all the titles in NXT and that would that would be really cool but yeah it's it's gonna be a banger of a show um, it's one of my favorite parts of any any pay-per-view weekend when we, when we get a takeover it's just like the cards are they are small but mighty like we used that term last week they're small but mighty and I just I freaking love NXt but um yeah that that is your wrestling for this weekend um any any final thoughts Marco you got any final thoughts you want to add on um, the NXT takeover?
2: uh not much um i mean i'm I'm gonna be pulling for my man dream that's my guy right there yeah um i think he i I want him to retain um but you i mean, he may he may lose it too i think i think uh phil's right i think dunn might be the one to take the title off of him um it seems like they brought him back for some reason like he said and i think it's to you know Put him on the NXT roster, which I call the main roster, not that NXT UK is the minor leagues, but yeah. NXT is the major league. So I think they're they're positioning him to make it to the main roster at some point.
1: Yeah, for sure. I definitely think that they've moved him in that direction for a reason, and they've shown us before that they're not afraid to to put a championship on Pete Dunne. I mean, he before he lost to Walter, I mean, he had his. NXT title for I mean, God, I don't know how long it was, but it was like for freaking ever, especially in the modern era for somebody to carry a title that long. I'm sure um, Marco can look that up for us. But off the top of my head, I can't remember how long it was, but it was it was a long time. So I'm excited. I, I mean, either any one of those three guys, I'm not gonna be mad at the outcome of that match regardless which is what's super exciting about these types of matches in nxt like it doesn't matter who loses because everybody's amazing so um yeah i'm super pumped i will be watching live for those of you who are not watching live um do yourself a favor and go back and watch this show don't let it fall to the wayside but i think that's all for our um, actual in-ring action and i'm excited to get to go figure because we have some super exciting stuff 524 days 524 days folks like what
0: Be done. Let's get into our go figure segment. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk.
2: talk. Here comes the money. Money, money, money. money, money.
0: Alright folks, if you listen to the podcast you know what this is Myself, Sheena, and now Marco We let you know what we've purchased over the last week or so since the podcast Uh, Wrestling figures, wrestling merch, all kinds of stuff Uh, I will let Sheena Phelps go first here Because I got quite a bit
1: yeah, so for my weekly purchases, um I finally got my Macho Man figure, um, my Slim Jim Macho Man figure from Entertainment Earth. He got forwarded to Kentucky and then forwarded to Virginia. So he he took a lot of uh, you know, pit stops along the way, but he finally made it to me. Love, love, love that figure. Super stoked to actually finally have it in hand. I'm gonna unbox it um probably live on Instagram. Pretty soon. Um, and then Seth the Heel Husband got um a pro wrestling tease t-shirt. I know he posted a picture of it on the feed, but I love this shirt so much. Um, it's Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, and Jungle Boy is riding Luchasaurus. Um, and it is a Mario inspired shirt, and it is just like the cutest thing. Like um, Luchasaurus is like Yoshi. <laughs> And uh oh,
2: yeah, that is and, a cool
1: shirt. And, and yeah, and jungle boys like Mario and it is like the cutest thing ever. So love, love, love that shirt. Um, we also he picked up the um Sasha and Alexa Abu Dhabi Battle Pack from Ringside Collectible. So he he grabbed that. Those figures are super sick. Like I don't know if you guys know what that battle pack looks like, but it was when Sasha and Alexa fought in Abu Dhabi and obviously they weren't able to wear their standard ring gear, which shows a lot of a lot of skin. So they wore like long sleeves like full body suits and pretty pretty cool very unique figure so that was super excited to get that he got an elite 9 mvp figure which was like in the in my dark ages of wrestling like i wow. i do yeah i do not <laughs> like mvp i was like what the hell is this why did you get this um so you know we were completionists so he got that elite nine mvp um and then we got some chalk line some new some new chalk line shorts some ww wcw versus nwo chalk line shorts so um that was our haul for this week um not you know not a ton of stuff but just a lot of fun fun pieces here and there
0: before you get to your announcement and Marco's announcement, let me announce. Do you have anything else that you you purchased this week, or is that it?
1: Nope, that was all the purchases for okay. this week.
0: That's good. I uh, want to announce the winner of our <gasps> Macho yes! Man Slim Jim giveaway. We talked about this at the beginning of the show, so hopefully, you know, we're an hour and forty minutes in here to the freaking podcast. Hopefully, an you're...
1: hour and forty minutes. Yes,
0: we're we're, we're doubling up. This is like going to be a two-hour show here, but it's you know, it's all good. People are listening um the winner of the we got over 600 retweets on this we were the first podcast to give this away and a couple other folks uh decided to uh, it was a good idea they wanted to do the same thing but uh we got a bunch of responses the winner and this is a cool story at Ian Miller eighteen is our winner. He is a, a, a good follow on Twitter. Check him out. And it's 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 karma at its best because I remembered that name. I was like, where do I know why do I know Ian Miller eighteen? And I guess he had popped up on my feed because he had interacted with the guys from the Major Brothers podcast. And uh he had found I guess uh Zach or Kurt, I think it was Zach, was looking for some edge sunglasses. And Ian found them. He tweeted them and said, "Yes, you know." Zach said, "Yes, I've been looking for them." Ian's going to bring them. I guess they're doing a meet and greet at SummerSlam, so he's going to—he's just going to give them the sunglasses. Uh, so it's pretty cool. Ian's, Ian seems like a good dude. I've never really talked to him too too much on Twitter, but uh, I follow him now on our on our Chick Fil A Twitter account. Nice. But uh, you know, he's he's helping people out, and he and he gets hooked up with a really cool figure. So. I am not going to tweet Ian. I am not going to tell Ian he won this. I'm going to assume that he is going to uh, listen to this podcast and find out that he won. If so, someone listening wants to tell him, I'm fine with that. But I am not going to search him out. I am going to let the winner uh, give him a week and see if he f- listens to the podcast. It's Ian Miller, 18 yeah. on, on Twitter. And, uh, Ian, you are our winner. Just send me your address, and I will send out this awesome macho man figure to you asap
1: yeah dude that is so sick i mean like phil you're you the man for freaking hosting that giveaway for us um and giving away that macho man figure because that is so such a dope figure so sought after at the moment and uh ian you are a lucky son of a gun um and yeah i'm so happy for you dude
0: yeah i mean it's cool i I love uh interacting with folks on twitter i love doing these giveaways because you know we get a lot of followers and a lot of extra eyeballs because of it but um you know after the giveovers the giveaway is over um when we tweet stuff we bring up conversations we talk about different deals going on on amazon um it just creates more people to interact with and it's just uh better for the whole community so uh you know, yeah. it's just giving given, given back. It's what it's what it's all about. So, Ian Miller, eighteen, the winner of our uh, giveaway. I do want to give a shout out to two new Patreon subscribers that we did not talk about at the beginning of the show. Uh, Jonathan, he just goes by Jonathan, I guess. He's one of our new Patreon subscribers, and Tim Moran, two new Patreon subscribers on the uh, the five dollar level. So they get all of our bonus episodes. Myself, Sheena, and Mike Lanham recorded a history of wwe mattel retro figures last week and i think some point next week sheena and i will get back into the studio and do a our best finishing moves bracket that we've been putting together so uh every three weeks or so we try to do maybe more than one a month but we we've been getting uh we can get an, almost two a month in now uh yeah. all these bonus episodes we do some articles me and sheena are doing some unboxing videos on the patreon page so it's patreon.com slash Show. And it basically, Sheena, it starts at a dollar a month. You get our show notes emailed to you every single week. Uh, And uh, the best part is you get access to our closed Facebook group where uh, we have about 40 or 50 folks in there now that are buying and selling and trading and just kind of talking about Raw and SmackDown and and all kinds of different stuff. And, Sheena, you have a a bomb to drop on our Patreon subscribers that uh, – I think I might be more excited about than you are.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah, so um, for all of our all of our VIP chick fil fam, all of our people who are part of our, our Patreon, um, and you're part of our Facebook group, uh, the Heel Husband and I have come to the decision that we are going to downsize our enormous mattel elite collection and if you guys know about our collection i mean we have some straight fire figures they are lucy's so for all you moc people i'm sorry um they are lucy goosies and we you know we play we play with them and have fun and you know we we give them the life that they deserve um but yeah it's just it gets to a point so we just decided like you know we're not going to be completionists completionist anymore we will have one of each figure at least i mean we're gonna have multiples of some obviously you know warrior rollins hogan all all of our all of our faves but um it just gets to a point where like now i mean mattel's line is so vast and massive that it's like it's not even enjoyable to have all of them right like as far as displaying them and stuff like that it just becomes more of a headache and a hassle than it is to just like find pick the figures that you love and keep the figures that you love. Some figures like we just buy them just because we're completionists. And, um, you know, <laughs> we, we don't really like love the figure. So we're going into that Marie Kondo, uh, method. We're going to be like, if, if, it sparks joy, we're keeping it. If not, we're going to let it go. And we do, we have a list of th- like over 300 figures. I want to say oh like 300, my God. 350 figures that would, that are on the chopping block as of right now. So, um, Yeah. Stay tuned for that. We're going to be posting them first to our patreons. You guys get first dibs at all of all of our all of our figures, which is still going to leave us like over five hundred figures, which is pretty bizarre, right? Like even if we get rid of all three hundred and fifty, like Holy we'll still shit. have oh, we'll still have over five hundred. These <laughs> figures. are all Mattel.
0: These are all Mattel figures. Uh, yeah, Mattel elites you-
1: all. All Mattel. We have some basics, like we, ha- you know, we have like some basics and some build-a figures. But like, um, the basics are just like the women's figures, or if there's like, if we have any like corporate figures, like you know, Vince McMahon or Stephanie and her like corporate gear or something like that. Like, we always got those to kind of round out the collection. But yeah, as far as I mean, it's like ninety-eight percent, um, elites, Mattel elites. When you, yeah, when you
0: have all three hundred fifty those. In a, like a pile or lined up, you need to take a picture and then we'll post it to people and just just oh, so you yeah. can no. see the 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 enormousness of it.
1: For sure, I was going through Heel Husband's um, Excel sheet. I told you he has all of our all of our figure inventory in Excel spreadsheets, and he was like, everything that's highlighted in green is what's going. And I was just scrolling, and I was like, oh my god! I mean, I'm talking like we have figures from elite two that are going, we have defining moments that are going, we have legends figures that are going. Um, it is going to, it's like the, it's, it's, it's pretty incredible. Um, so you guys, if you're, if you're not part of our VIP fam, um, and you want to be definitely check it out and get in that Facebook group. Cause that's where we're going to be posting everything. Um, and you know, those guys are going to get dibs on, on what we post.
0: Very nice. Yes. Yeah, Patreon.com slash chick show that, the first tier starts at a dollar a month if you listen to the show uh, all of the money goes back into our giveaways obviously uh we just gave away a freaking slim jim macho man so uh, you can be the first yeah. to attest to that um yeah let me get into my uh my purchases before uh marco gives his his bomb you guys are all dropping bombshells on me i know this is a this is a
1: loaded episode
0: this is yeah we're we're approaching two hours let me let me fly through some of these uh purchases here i don't know if i think i talked about last week's show pete dunn showed up on the target app i bought two pete dunn elites, so those came in uh so those are good roman reigns elite 65 i believe it is i'm too lazy to google it uh was found at a Big Lots by one of our awesome listeners, who, uh, no pun intended, his handle is at simply awesome eighty five. Doctor Nick Jones. He found that for me for ten bucks. Sends that out to me. Uh, so uh, added that to my MOC collection. Uh, yeah, I picked up- those
1: elite, those elite sixty five figures have been on sale everywhere. So definitely yeah. check, especially GameStop. I've seen them loaded up in every GameStop. So definitely, if you're if you're looking for any of those elite sixty five figures, hit up your local GameStops.
0: Speaking of GameStop, shout out to our our good buddy and Patreon subscriber, Mike Lanham, who let me know that starting today, Ronda Rousey and Nia Jax Elites were discounted to $9.97. I was there when they opened the doors at 10 a.m. and picked up one of each and uh, added those to my collection. I wasn't really looking for those. So um, if you're ever, I mean, that's the way I've been approaching it, Sheena. I, I kind of... I have a kind of a hierarchy if anything I really, really want that I know I'm gonna buy, I'm afraid that it's not gonna hit stores. I pre-ordered off of uh Ringside Collectibles, it comes, you know, months before it hits the stores. And then if you know there's something I'm a little bit okay on, I wait to see if it hits the stores and then, you know, something like this. I'm you know, I'm not a huge Nia Jax fan, it's a great figure, no no doubt about it. But I wasn't really pressed on buying it, but if I can get it for fifty percent off, basically you know, I'm, I'm gonna pick it up, and that's how I've, I've basically built my collection. So, uh, added both of those figures. Thank you, Mike, for the heads up on that. Uh, David C. Anderson was doing a uh, a sale on his Instagram account, so he added the Goldust and the Randy Orton retros from uh, Retro Series Nine uh i picked up nakamura shinsuke nakamura defining moments from ebay so i'm now up to uh, seven of those bad boys and a couple more on the way so uh that collection is is growing uh the Rey mysterio elite from elite 67 i believe was discounted on uh, amazon for i think it was like 13 or 14 dollars so i picked that up that's from the uh the halloween havoc gear against Mm -hmm. uh, eddie guerrero it's a great figure uh, more and more, Sheena, Amazon has been, uh, discounting some of these figures. I mean, I, I haven't pulled up right now, uh, lead 64, you have Curt Hawkins on Amazon right now for 14 bucks, $13 for John Cena, uh, Jimmy and Jay Uso for 13 and $14. So, uh, they, they, I don't know what they're doing, but they've, they've become kind of the third spot, I mean, almost maybe the number one spot above Walmart and target to get figures. I mean, they don't always come in the best condition but if you're a loose collector it's it's kind of a no-brainer i mean you get you know two-day shipping for free yeah. if you're a prime subscriber and you know some of these things that we haven't even seen in stores elite 67 they've had up there for a month so
1: yeah we love amazon around here because like i said we're, we're loosey. so if the card's bent like it, it's not that big a deal to us but yeah be warned if you are um moc like they they don't use the best packing materials and sometimes they just throw the stuff in there um but i mean you do get free shipping free return so if it's effed up you can you know send it back
0: yeah i will say i i have ordered a couple things from amazon the last couple weeks that ray mysterio elite was in there that had a bunch of packing peanuts and i actually ordered three count them three finn Balor top picks because uh, they were on sale for six dollars sheena six dollars wow and this that's is, insane yeah this is the one with the leather jacket with like the the rainbow kind of uh, lgbt uh logo on the back and it was like six dollars now they're back up to 1997 but they were six dollars and change. i bought three of them so if you need one hit me up i'll probably do a giveaway with some of those but uh uh added those to the collection and just i think it was yesterday we were talking in our group chat uh with mike and me and you and mike about this mr perfect retro fest that it just has not shown up to uh gamestop nobody really knows where the hell it is and someone on ebay and you posted this to your instagram account so yeah someone on, so on <laughs> e- ebay has been has been posting it for i think below retail price before shipping in 1999 is what i bought it for I think those were I think those were usually 24.99 at at GameStop when they showed up. So, with the shipping it came out to about the same price, but uh I didn't feel like waiting any longer, so I added that to my collection. Uh but if you just search Mr. Perfect Retro Fest on 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 eBay, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. The guy, the guy had like 70 of them. So, I don't know if he uh he he he, he turned over a a GameStop truck or something or what, but uh that's well it.
1: from I got some intel from some of our um oh. you know our, our chick Foley fam that that follows us um, pretty closely on instagram and uh, you know we posted that because yeah it was like crazy like this guy had like 70 mr perfects listed and you know several of them had sold and I was like what the hell like he's you know we haven't seen this figure and he's selling them for retail but um you know WWF old school collector and um, another one of our um another one of our followers I can't remember who it was um, was saying that yeah he had them listed and it like if you read the fine print it was like it was a pre-order because some people had ordered them and then they hadn't gotten shipped out and stuff like that so it was kind of a sketch situation um so maybe he has some for sale but he anticipated getting a lot more than he got i don't know what the deal was but uh, yeah tell, um
0: don't tell, don't play with my heart
1: yeah so we'll we'll see um i think marco marco didn't you say he had removed the the listing
2: yeah, it was, um, the, uh, it was a WWF, uh, old school collector who posted about the, um, the, the guy that was selling those Mr. Perfects. Mm-hmm. And, um, I went on cause I was like, Oh, I want to go buy one. And so I went on there and I searched it. So they did show up, um, but they weren't that guy that was on there previously. It seemed like he removed the post. Mm-hmm. Um, and the guy that he, uh, recommended buying from was still there. So i Buy my mine from that guy. Who do you recommend? Who do you recommend <laughs> buy from? Who do you recommend from? I it question. was um, I think it was RT RTC Toys. RCT I Toys, yeah. Uh, I saw
1: yeah,
2: that. I bought it from Toys R Us. Eighty one, eighty one. Yeah, that's that's the um, that's oh, the guy in question. No. So oh, uh, I would uh it. I would message him quickly. <laughs>
1: yeah you, yeah I'm pretty sure if you can cancel it if it's a pre-order yeah. but yeah this is uh if you go to Instagram it's at RTC toys um and yeah he's got uh, I don't know if he has any more but yeah he's got some listed up up here on his instagram and I'm sure he has a an eBay store too so did you buy it from him directly or did you buy it from him and through eBay through,
2: through eBay oh sorry sorry oh, no, through, definitely through eBay yeah um it was he was the only one he was legit the only person selling the Mr. perfect there was nobody else.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We're going to pass on that. Perfect. I mean, it's, it's solid black, um, which, you know, we, we already have, um, a couple Mr. Perfect. And one of our Mr. Perfects is going on the chopping block too. I don't know which one it is, but, um, we, we're going to keep those. And then we're going to pass on this retro fest, even though I've loved all the retro fist figures, but now that since we're not completionists anymore, it's going to feel so weird, like leaving stuff that we find that is new, you know, <laughs> that we don't have yet.
0: Yeah, you got to do what you got to do, you know? I mean, there's only so much room in your house now They you get uh, the Babyface 2.0 coming, you know?
1: I think that's, yeah, that's the biggest thing. You know, we're changing up the display. It's going to be a rotating display. And, you know, I always said, you know, the difference between a collector and a hoarder is a shelf. So if you don't have a <laughs> if you don't have a shelf for everything that you have, like at some point you got to be like, okay, am I really enjoying these figures? You know what I mean? Because we do our ICW matches and all of that stuff. And, you know, we have a lot of fun with it and do like some basic fig and whatnot, but yeah, at some point you're just like, Jesus Christ, like, inventorying all these and keeping up with all these, like, it's become such a such a freaking chore, and it doesn't, it's not, like, I don't, I don't want anybody to think we're stopping collecting, because uh, we're definitely not stopping collecting, we still love action figures, but we're just thinning the herd a little bit, so that we can truly enjoy the figures that we have, and let others enjoy the figures that we're going to be giving away, because I know there's a lot of people looking for a lot of the figures that we have, um, so I'm excited to get those into the hands of people who will truly love them. Them and cherish them and give them good homes.
0: All right, good to know. Uh Pat Patterson has started to hit stores here if you are looking for it. Uh this is the SKU number to search on brickseek.com. It's 589043017. So, check on brickseek.com. Uh, a lot of people have started to receive it. Here in Maryland we have not yet. They've Walmart's been talking about this reset that they've been doing for the last uh 2-3 months here. I don't know what kind of reset they're doing. Walmart has looked the same since I started shopping there, you know, 30 years ago, but, uh, yeah. yeah. So we'll, we'll see, we'll we'll see what happens there. But, uh, that's all, that's all the purchases that I have
1: nice um so since we're running long i'm gonna go ahead and let marco um give his announcement i don't even know what this is marco teased you and i he sent us like a random dm in the middle of the day it was like i have an i have an announcement for the show tonight so i'm curious to, to know what this is marco
2: so um i'm gonna preface this by saying uh um this started off as a question from Uh, Papa Bear 1983. He's one of the, he's a fully fam member. Um, He actually listened to the show last week and he asked me, you know, when you guys were talking about, we were talking about the Ali that you're going to send me that that was loose and I'm not really a loose collector and all that stuff. And he asked me a question. He said, hey, like, he's like, I'm considering doing some loose stuff. He's like, are you going to, if you do it, are you going to have a limit or have you even thought about doing that? And my answer was, I think I am going to start doing i'm gonna start unboxing these these bad boys um
1: not
2: not all of them so like the so like the defining moments i'll keep because i love the packaging yeah um in the in the the you know just the elite ones i'll probably just start cracking them open um i did um receive the the sid um psycho sid from phil psycho sid and um kamala he sent me yeah um my my pre-test, uh, he's gonna be so mad at me right now. Was Kamala? <laughs>
1: <laughs> your pre-test?
2: Oh,
0: that was that was your one you opened.
2: Okay. Yeah. Yes. Hey. He that was, was the one he, I
1: opened. he, he was te- I, I he was testing the sitting. water to see how it feels to cut that tape. He was like, oh <laughs> you know, yeah. It
2: was, yeah, because he had a lot of accessories and stuff like that. So I was like, oh, let's, let me see how it is, and I was like, does. It's pretty great I'm not, did I'm not it, gonna lie did it,
1: did it feel good to put your hands on those accessories it,
2: it, it really it, it felt uh, it felt amazing actually so yeah, it, you know it's what
1: a, and, to, and to be able to dress your figure however you want and not and not have to look at it the way that Mattel presented it to you like you're you're not abiding by the man's creativity you are getting to tap into your own creativity Marco oh, exactly
2: exactly and like you know everyone has their own things you know like let them breathe or you know whatever the phrase may be. I just I like to say I want I want them to see the light of day. How yeah. about that? That's like, so
1: yeah. Yeah.
2: They, they have to see the light of day. Some of them, not all of them, but I am going to start slowly but surely cracking these things open. Well, and, uh, you need a recording Mar- at least, please.
1: Yeah, Marco's trash man is going to be like, why all of a sudden, <laughs> Marco have like twenty five <laughs> bags of trash?
2: Um, I would definitely love to do like an unboxing on on some of the ones that I have. So yeah, I would I would. I would definitely consider that. I actually talked to um, Phil about. Um, I'm not sure if anyone's a fan of Vince Russo. Um, he actually has an action figure coming out, and I told him I would do a unboxing of it, but it uh-huh. would be a, a different type of unboxing. <laughs> I'm not going to say because I don't want people. Uh, I'll tell you off air, but um, it'll 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 definitely be special. If uh, I think oh, I was, I'm, I'm actually going to go purchase it and and do that. Boxing, if he remembers, and he he knows what I'm talking about. Oh, I, I probably I yeah.
1: remember. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I, remember I, I remember seeing this conversation go down in the group chat. So, uh, yeah, that will definitely be interesting if and when that happens. But, man, welcome, welcome to the club. I know you're not going. I know you're not going diving in head first. You're you're putting your actually you're going in waist deep. You said you're going to open the elite, so you're waist deep. You're not just putting your toe in. But I'm telling you, man, it's going to be addictive when you get to start like you know posing your figures and. Your figures and seeing all the details. Think about how many tattoos that you haven't seen, or how many backs of t-shirts that you haven't seen because they're in the box. Um, so yeah, I'm su- I'm super excited to welcome you to the to the Lucy Goosey collector side. Um, we're still we're still working on Phil. I know Phil unboxes some of uh, of his things, but give me um, those hands, right? I need those hands. hands. Oh, I have a yeah, no,
0: Um I love it i have a little sound a sound clip here that our boys from our vantage point uh sent to me from last week's show uh that i'll play at the end but uh sheena sheena definitely loves getting the accessories and uh and the hands you know I like give me those hands, hands right i need those hands
1: <laughs> give, me, give me those hands <laughs> give me those hands uh, <laughs> uh-huh. Oh man Well I'm so stoked that that was your announcement Marco and um, so we're Going to move right into the random merch Of the week this is again uh, Another affordable option for you guys I love Finding stuff like this because it hits me right in the Freaking feels this is a vintage WWF 1985 um, Thermos I know you guys I know you guys especially Because you guys are in my my age bracket But you remember the little lunch boxes that came With thermoses and like the matching thermoses So I'm wondering if this had a lunch box that went along with it um because i think that would be a pretty mage set for for a kid to carry like i love it it's just so basic it's got two guys locked up um with the de- with the classic wwf logo underneath like it is so rad it's a uh, navy blue with the white thermos lid it's got the straw the a yellow straw lid um looks like it's in like pretty pretty mint condition but it's 11.99 um, and these little thermoses just give me all the feels because i remember like you know I, for the most part I, I would buy a lunch box but I still ate school lunch just because like that's just the way I rolled like I would still like my parents <laughs> I never packed my lunch my parents weren't there to like pack my lunch we were um, we weren't kids of like this snowflake era where our parents like packed like our peanut free um no. lunches lunches every single day for us like I just ate whatever slop they were serving at the school you know <laughs> so but I do I, I feel like I always was like hopeful at the beginning of the year I would like buy a lunch box and then it would like never never come to fruition that my mom would like pack a lunch because she worked two jobs and you know we were like that middle class family um but this is a pretty a pretty freaking rad one if you do pack your kids pack your kids lunch and you want them to have like a really cool unique um you know piece of piece of merch up in their lunch box
0: yeah oh man i i i wanted this so bad when i was a kid man i never had any cool like lunch boxes. I, I forget what i have but it was just like a generic like you know just a blue lunchbox i'm like
1: man like a, an igloo soft cooler, yeah it was like probably nicer bag. you know it's yeah, probably like yeah. it
0: actually probably kept things cold you know oh <laughs> yeah
1: your mom was like no we're going with the logical option you know like she yeah. probably got you like the thing that like would legit keep your food cold and you're like no i want this plastic thing that's going to condense all over my all over my backpack and keep my get my school books wet exactly yeah yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, that's, uh,
0: that's a good find uh,
1: uh, yeah, it's awesome. We'll post a picture of it on, on the feed. But this brings us right to our retro wrestling recommendation of the week. And like I mentioned earlier in the show, since we didn't have any tag team wrestling to watch on Sunday, I want you guys to have some tag team wrestling that you can watch um, between now and the exciting wrestling weekend that we have coming up this weekend. So I picked SummerSlam 1990. This is the Heart Foundation versus demolition for the tag championship um i know i kind of crapped on cole and gargano's two out of three falls match but this is also a two out of three falls match it's epic um you know these were the two top tag teams of that time like let's be real um these were like the top guys and you know uh this is kind of like the build started for this at like WrestleMania six, you know, um, it was crush and ended up being crush and smash versus um, Brett and Anvil. Right. So ax was kind of like on the outs, not really participating so much in this. Um, And then ax and smash did some sort of like twin magic. They were trying to do some twin magic. LOD comes out. It's just like, Craziness, right? Um, LOD took out Ax and Smash. Um, left Crush lying in the ring where Anvil hit him with a flying shoulder tackle. Brett rolled him up, um, and boom—we have some new tag champions. um This is definitely one of the highlights of the Anvil's career, and since Natty's probably going to have one of the highlights of her career this weekend, I thought it was very a very good pick. um You know, to kind of like just roll into this Toronto weekend that we're having. So definitely go watch that. It's an incredible, incredible match, um, and it's just true just captures the essence of like great tag team wrestling. Isn't
0: it crazy from from SummerSlam 1990 and you go nine years ahead to the Attitude Era that's you know, it's not too far of a time but man you couldn't get two different you know none of those guys were still around and it's just a totally different company and you go back now and look at SummerSlam 90, uh, 2009 so that was 10 years ago now it was Rey Mysterio defeated Dolph Ziggler for the for the Intercontinental Championship. You had Randy Orton, Cena, Jeff Hardy. You know Shawn Michaels, Triple H. You know a lot of guys that are still here and there around. Yeah, but, but you know it, it doesn't seem like you could probably watch that show and it doesn't seem like it was that long ago. But when you go from 1990 to 1999, it feels like a hundred years difference.
1: It's that is so true, and I think one it's because things just moved slower back then too. You know what I mean? I felt like 10 years in wrestling back then felt like a hundred years, you know, um, there were longer title reigns. Um, we didn't see them as much, you know, um, there, there was like only, there was only like a few pay-per-views. It wasn't like now where we have like, you know, a pay-per-view every single month. And then there's like shows in between all these things. Um, but, also, a lot of these guys were a lot older. Like, the guys that are coming in now, I mean, they're coming into developmental. I mean, they're, like, you know, 20, 21 years old. Like, a lot of these guys had already been wrestling territories, like, 20 years. And then they make it in the WWF, and they're, like, older dudes. You know what I mean? They're, like, yeah, um, yeah. you know, they're, like, middle-aged men. Um, so, their, their time in the spotlight is not that long do you know what I mean Um, so that's why it feels so different now is because you can have a guy come in at 20 years old now and I mean if he fights for 10 years he's only 30 Right, he's yeah. he's only thirty and he's been in the WWF for ten years. So yeah, it is a totally different era. Um, and it's just it's just an incredible, just an incredible time in wrestling. I mean, I, I, there's so many different times in wrestling that I absolutely love. But yeah, I mean the like the new the new gen and all those those early guys in the golden the golden era of wrestling, like just so good.
0: Well, we're over tw- two hours here, so look, we're gonna skip our listener mail, even though we have some great questions. We'll do that on next yeah. week's show. We just want to do some quick plug skis here. We talked about Patreon. It's patreon.com slash chick show. You can sign up to support the show there. Uh, and we do a bunch of extra content for those folks. Uh, Ringside collectibles. Do your pre-orders and all your ordering of figures there. Use code chick foley for 10% off. Mm-hmm. Uh, chalkline.com. Use code chick for 15% off. Our friends over at Collar and Elbow. It's collarandelbowbrand.com. You get 10% off there if you use code chick, C-H-I-C-K. And you can find our shirts on ProWrestlingTees.com. Just search for Chick-Foley Show. Uh, Next week, we'll be recapping SummerSlam and heading into, I guess, Survivor Series previews and and getting into the fall and pumpkin beers and all kinds of stuff. But uh, we'll be on social media. You can follow Sheena on Instagram, at Chick-Foley. I run the the Twitter account, at Chick-Foley Show, on Twitter. And uh, you can follow Marco at IngloriousGent on Twitter as well. We'd love to hear from you guys and uh, talk wrestling with you for sure. Congrats to Ian who won our giveaway. And uh, thank you guys for uh, another awesome show. I'm excited for SummerSlam. And uh, we won't keep the people here any longer since we're, uh, this might be our longest episode ever. But it, do- it definitely didn't feel that long.
1: No, yeah. Like I said, we just had a jam-packed episode. I mean, SummerSlam is a loaded card. NXT, we had a lot of awesome things to cover there. And then we, we, we had a lot of announcements, uh, too. So thank you guys for hanging with us. We always appreciate you guys listening to the show. We appreciate you guys sharing with us on social media. I love seeing you guys on Instagram, um, you know, posting your stories that you're listening to the show and tagging us. We always share those. So thank you guys so much. It means so much to us for your support for the show and everything, everything that you guys do, because we, we wouldn't do this if, if there was nobody listening to it. So we appreciate you guys that tune in week after week and just, you know, give us feedback and always show your love to the show. So thank you guys so much.
0: For sure. Uh, for Marco and Sheena, this is Phil signing off. Enjoy SummerSlam. Be safe and stay classy, Marks. We'll talk to you soon. Here it is, a cool slightly transformed. Just a bit of a break from
1: the norm. Just a little something
0: to break the monotony of give me
1: those hands right
0: I need those hands Oh! Look at the D10. me
1: give me those hands right I need those hands.